The boys are back in town. Welcome back to the Deadlock the Podcast 93. We are back Whoa. again with some really Skiwo, fun Skiwo, stuff Skiwo. this week, man. We're talking about Raw from March 13th, 2000. The one where Bubba Ray Dudley powerbombs Mae Young through a table. Where Bubba Ray Dudley is a coomer. <laughs> Any coomers <laughs> in the chat right now? <laughs> We're also going to be talking about AEW Dynamite from this past week. Which saw the main event of Nick Camarado and oh my dude. Well, they call him the natural <laughs> Dustin. Now, before we get into all that, I want to give guys a little bit of update here. We got watch this thirty six up on our Whoa. Patreon. We ended up watching Cedric Alexander versus Cody Ibushi from the Cruiserweight Classic, and damn. That was a good time. Wow. Yeah, that was really good. I forgot how good that match was until we watched it back. We also have all the Jackass tees from April Fool's Day out right now. You should have got a tracking number if you ordered one. Uh, if you ordered one, you're either going to get it this past weekend. You already got it. Or you should get it this upcoming week, unless you live in like the corner of the earth. Then maybe it'll take a little longer. But for the most part, everyone should get their tee this week. Yeah, I saw everybody on Twitter posting those photos. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. I actually saw a guy wore it during an indie show what the yeah dude awesome sauce tv wore the jackass shirt during an indie match you can check our twitter <laughs> if you want to see the tweet that he put up that's so cool oh i love it let me also give a shout out to everyone on our patreon one dollar five dollar ten dollar whatever the case may be some of you guys take liberties you do your thing mm-hmm. uh in the one dollar tier elijah franklin mang knows your current cody Ooh. vintage davis in the $1.04 cent tier, Brandon Dean. In the $1.50 mm-hmm, cent tier, mm-hmm. Ramin Akbari. In the $4 tier, Defract. In the $5 tier, Eric B. Tyree Eric. Knight. James Alvarez. Mudrai mm-hmm, Bread. Mm-hmm, Javier mm-hmm. Gonzalez. Michael mm-hmm. Bonovich. Pot mm-hmm. Kimberly. Dr. Mm-hmm. Bingus. Ren. Chris Hartman. Django Kill 67. Mm-hmm. Caleb Sutton. In the $5.69 cent tier, we had Big Brother Booty Khan. In the Ooh. $7 tier, we had Sleeve Harvey, Billy, and Chuck E. Cheese. In the $8 tier, we had Connor Murphy and Mosby Dick. $10 tier, we had Derek Michael Burgess, Trigger Matt, Ooh. Darth Douchebag, Slade Morrison, <laughs> Dick the Cock Johnson. No. He's not back again. Rich Malton, Robert <laughs> Walsh. Pepsi Man, Robert Gallagher, John Mark Shaver, Ren Nolan, Eric Mulane, Justin Moss, possibly Jeez. Joe, Room Temp, Stephen Houston, Paisa94, Joey Sills, Chikari Godson, Tyler Hutchinson, Skiz, David Fernando, Stoko Steve Austin, and what? Frank Lore. In the $13.50 wow. tier, we had Josh Chadetanoff. In the $12 tier, we had Chad Ryan26. In the new tier that we just created, we had Dick the Cock <laughs> Johnson. No, he's not. And in the $72.46 and <laughs> tier, all by himself up of that big boy tier, we had Spoon Bubbler. And in the $75 tier, Daniel Beasley. And you know what that means. That means we have ourselves a new Patreon World's Champion. Whoa. And it is indeed Daniel Beasley. Wow. And his first Sounds opponent like- will be Dick the Cock <laughs> Johnson. No, he's not real. It's not a real person. He's not around. All right, let's get into Monday Night Raw for March 13th, 
2000. Before we get into the Raw, I think maybe we should take a little, a little, just a little peek over at Monday Nitro to see Ooh, okay, 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 okay. what they were doing sure, on yeah, sounds good. this episode as well. Uh, so the March 13th, 2000 episode of WCW Monday Nitro uh, started off with three count defeating the Jung Dragons of Jamie Sankaz and <laughs> I feel like they feuded uh, forever. Dude, that was in, through 2000 and 2001. <laughs> Just the entirety of the show. Uh, the Wall defeated Bam Bam Bigelow by DQ in 43 seconds. <laughs> Billy Kidman and Booker with Tori Wilson defeated Lane and Rave. <laughs> All right. Wow, they're really firing wow. off here. Speaking of crazy, Kern Hennig defeated the total package by DQ in a minute he beat 30. TP? <laughs> TP? Was he Mr. Perfect versus TP? Wow. It was just Kern wow. Hennig, I'm sorry. Yeah, he is perfect, though. Norman Smiley defeated the dog in 59 seconds. <laughs> 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 the dog. <laughs> well, yeah, with Brian Nobbs, of course. That, the dog. That is just fantastic. The dog was uh, Al Green. Al oh, Green. Al Green is fantastic. I was, you know, you could say Norman Smiley fought a, a actual dog, and I would <laughs> believe it. Uh, Nitro yeah. in that time. Yeah. Well, right after that, Terry Funk beat Brian Nobbs in a hardcore match. This is quite the match. Sid Vicious and Vampiro, which sounds like my new favorite tag team, <laughs> defeated the Harris Brothers, which sounds awesome too. That's that Not because them, because they lost. That's what I'm <laughs> uh, Stevie Ray with Big T and Jay Biggs defeated the Disco Inferno. Nice. And in your main event, wait, what? T <laughs> your main event, Ric Flair and the Total Package beat <laughs> Kurt Hennig and Hulk Hogan yeah. by DQ yeah. in nine minutes. Did they go to a non-finish in the other match? Is that what happened? I don't know. There must know. have been a lot of shit This one also ended in DQ. So they said, oh, we're going to run this back. DQ it again. Let me try that. <laughs> they set it up for, time. yeah. I know how they look. Huh. They did the same finish one more time. That's great. <laughs> so that was, that was Nitro. Um, I'm trying to find what the rating was for that because it sounds, I mean, I can't imagine that they lost on this night. If, if, if that beat this, I don't even know, man. That's actually crazy. <laughs> the rating was a 2.6. Raw probably uh, had like a 9 or something. This was like WrestleMania season, so yeah. you're expecting it? it to be real high. Yes, yeah, they were going into WrestleMania. Oh, how yeah, would you right. know? You would never know. They didn't so, talk about it ever. When I say it did a 2.6, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Raw did a. 6.3. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <That's> destruction. <laughs> wow. Right. wow. Okay. You can say. Yeah, that is for trucity if you tell the me. Act of raw, <laughs> the act of raw smashing nitro in the ratings. Wow. Destrucity. What do you think went wrong? That nitro sounds awesome. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what dog. happened. The DQs and the dogs. <laughs> and total and TP? TP on TP twice. twice? Two, Double TP twice? <laughs> yeah, TP twice. Wow, that's crazy. But well, anyway, this raw is actually pretty crazy. Like in the grand scheme of things, you know, over time, this I feel like you could pick any show from this era, and you could have that same description. <laughs> two thousand was a really, really good time for WWE. Yeah, especially leading into WrestleMania two thousand, which I hated. I hated that fucking theory. <laughs> we actually watched the hardcore brawl on uh, that our was Patreon, the best part of the show, where they just take liberties with each other for like yeah. twenty minutes straight. We so. did. If you want to watch that, that then yes. uh, head over to our Patreon. Watching watch, watch this back, though, I don't remember one single thing from this Raw. So, like, I don't know. I don't really remember. Besides, okay, one single thing. I remember one thing, but that's because they showed it. Yeah, that's times, the only thing we remember. That's yeah. the only thing I ever, I don't remember. Maybe I wasn't A watching. lot of guys right around this time were really starting to get their characters. Edge and Christian. 
Yeah, uh, the yeah. APA. It, yeah. it was like the building blocks, really. Oh, the APA one. I can't wait to talk about that because that's uh, very interesting to me. All right, so we kicked the show off. We had a cold open. It showed The Rock getting his ass kicked a lot. <laughs> By everyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, there is The Coalition, which is Big Show and Triple H, Shane McMahon, uh, Stephanie McMahon, Xbox, DX. is the whole group, pretty much. That not Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn was not a part of DX at the time. Oh, right. He was... Was he a face or was he hurt? What was he, he doing? He was hurt, but they wrote him off as like he didn't follow DX's orders or something uh, like that. Mm, he okay. should have teamed with Mr. Cog and Balls. That would have been better. <laughs> yeah, they really wanted Art to do something. And Billy Gunn, Mr. S, and Mr. Cog and Balls. <laughs> the Gun Club. <laughs> the Coalition does not, that name doesn't stick, huh? No, absolutely not. Well, this doesn't even last. That's, I Googled yeah, the I Coalition right. and I could not find like one single thing on the Coalition besides. Yeah, I like, think. Well, the Coalition was only created as a way to stop the big show from beating Triple H's ass before WrestleMania. What's the opposite of a Mandela effect <laughs> where no one remembers <laughs> something that definitely happened? I, yeah, like, this, <laughs> this was definitely on the show and no one remembers it. Maybe the that's just Mandela effect. effect. Yeah, that's yeah. So The Rock faced Perry Saturn and Chris Benoit in a handicap match. Uh, you guys butt beat. The Rock faced Deli Boys in a handicap tables match. You guys butt beat. The Rock comes in to help Rikishi against Triple H. Rikishi and Why? Triple H were in a singles match. Um, because Triple H said he was gonna take liberties with Rikishi, and The Rock said, I don't think so. Well, if he would have knew what happened later, he would have done it. <laughs> he would have let him do it. He comes down and then he gets beat up by Big Show and Triple H. The coalition, by the way. <laughs> with a pipe, by the way. <laughs> no, of course. Triple H is bombing his hurt ribs with his pipe. Yes. Was that here or was that no? It's that, during that the promo. That, okay, it's during okay, the promo. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly what I'm about I, to say. Yes, I do. <laughs> Okay. It sucks that that happened, but yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay, that's later. They also just say over and over and over, desperate men do desperate things, and they keep saying that over and over. So <laughs> The Peacock title for this is The Rock Does Desperate Things. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> so <we're> foreshadowing. <laughs> desperate desperate things. At all time high. So we kick the show off, and there is a sign in the crowd that I don't think we could ignore here. <laughs> Well, th they do the Raw intro. I feel like this was more pyro than I really ever remember Raw having. <laughs> this was WrestleMania season, baby. Dude, this is insane. And then there's a weird, like, black hole that sucks me through the screen oh, into yeah, the crowd. That was weird. But yeah, it's, it's panning, it's throwing all the crowd shots. And then this guy zooms in very specifically <laughs> on this one sign. It is a caricature of JR's face. And next to it is a speech bubble uh, that says, of course, in JR's voice, as it would read, uh, Terry gives me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Plain as day to start the show. Jim Ross, the most anti-horny guy on the show at this juncture. <laughs> Terry gives me a boner. And it was super well drawn, by the way. Just it was an great. incredible size. I had to go back because I was like, did I? Was that like someone trolling somebody with a good sign? Oh, <laughs> like, maybe, like he brought the JR sign yeah, and he had the speech yeah. bubble beside him? It just so happened that he was sitting next to the guy. Anyone was going to get that speech bubble. It just happened to be JR. <laughs> That was a really, really good way to kick off Raw here. Uh, and then immediately <laughs> after we see Terry gives me a boner, we hear my time hit. One, two, one. Dude, I immediately get fired up. This is dude. like such a good song. You know there's people that don't like that song? They are wrong. You are dude, wrong. Dude, also probably like SVRO8. <laughs> yeah, probably dude, big SVRO8 guys. Watching this Triple H with that title and everything went to this on. Yo, Jimmy, dude, Black that Triple trucks. H. 2000 Triple H, he is peak physique at this point. Monster. That even, Triple H shirt goes hard, too. I don't even remember for this show. Too much, but oh, yes, yeah. dude. Yes, this is awesome. Even for this show, 
you cannot deny that Triple H is the fucking man at this point. 2000 this Triple awesome. H is the coolest dude in the world, man. Yeah, this dude, dude is awesome. Yeah, he is. So Stephanie comes on and she says, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she says, Hit Hello. Vince's music. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince's music hits and out comes Shane and Big Show. Shane says the clock is ticking on Big Show helping Triple H as WrestleMania is coming up yes. and Big Show is going to win the title. <laughs> Okay, I heard you guys. Big you Show. Is, you mean The Rock is saying this? The clock is ticking. No, 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 see. The Big Show will become WWF champion at Mania. Yes, and Thursday, the systematic destruction of the people's champion, The Rock. <laughs> Last night was historic. If you smell la 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 la. Then they showed the exact same footage they showed in the cold open. Just again. But worse quality. Worse quality, but with Shane <laughs> no McMahon promo music, over. Just, just No music, yeah. Just straight uh, they, they show it. I've, they showed one of the beatdowns, and then it goes to Shane saying, Steph had a very special surprise for The Rock. The Rock had to take on the Dudley Boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and fans start chanting Rocky. Uh, Shane uh, says, The Rock came back down, Spirit of 76 style. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> yeah, I don't know. He took what? liberties there, dude. I got no clue. No, it's, it it's a saying. By Shane it's a saying. Triple H. It's like a. It's a it's saying. A it's a patriotic thing. I looked it up. It just oh, means like, okay. oh, like like self determination. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah. No, it just means it just means you got like self determination. You know, that's okay. what he meant. Okay, summer of love, ninety seven or up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's for true. He said it's like uh, Woodstock ninety nine, spirit of seventy six style NWO for life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna start saying that now. Me too. Seventy six style for life, brother. That should be a stable name. Spirit of seventy six. Spirit of seventy six is a DVW stable now. <laughs> yeah, mind your business. Summer eleven ninety seven is also one. We're gonna have to really <laughs> 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 So they show the footage of Triple H hitting the rock with a pipe. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that this is real, <laughs> because if so, they need, they don't make pipes like they used to. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was going down. Triple Back H in my hitting, day, let me tell you about the pipes. <laughs> in 76. <laughs> <laughs> this was Spirit of 76. Yeah, this was. Triple H is hitting Rock with his pipe, and every time he hits him, it goes, ding, ding, Oh, it was ding. dinging. It was off the it roof was dinging. so loud. It was really, and it wasn't. It wasn't like any different dings. It was the same exact ding yeah. every time. Which, like, all right, is the yeah, rock made, made the video of better. metal? <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you. Triple H says that the Rock could have gone after the European title instead of going after his title, the prestigious European title. I think the he prestigious. Like that. He goes, Shane, you hold that, didn't you? you said. I was gonna say he goes to shit on it, and then he remembers Shane had it. He's like, oh, yeah, the, you know, European. Don't you had that, didn't you, Shane? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, and he said, or he could have dropped a bit of his love handles. And gone after the light heavyweight title. Triple H is like zero percent body fat at this that's, point. So yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. And then Jr. starts talking about Rakishi on commentary. <laughs> and Triple H, what? Well, he's just popping the boys, I guess, or popping himself. He says, uh, instead of going, you know, doing all this, The Rock uh, should have did what he does in a hotel room at night. He beats himself. Big Show goes, aha. <laughs> Big Show thought that was the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. Gave <laughs> 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 a hearty laugh. That's <laughs> weird, 76 style. Man, I feel like we've talked about this before. But Stephanie McMahon 
is dressed so like normal like this is just she's just in a dress or like a shirt and a Slut. skirt no, <laughs> like, nothing, nothing wrong here she grabs the mic immediately slut 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 <laughs> jezebel <laughs> what, the, what the fuck she could go to like a pta meeting in this outfit whore Bro, she, she could be in church <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crowd had God a lot to say it. about that. Yeah. So Stephanie decides that she's going to give the people what they want. Of course. So she brings out the biggest, baddest motherfucking team in the World Wrestling Federation today. So Stephanie brings out the Twin Towers. Two little dudes come out, and then they come out with Monkey Spinning Monkeys as a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> they come out crotch chopping, and their entire entrance, JR, just get big bit man, JR. What, where are they? Hey, where are the Twin Towers? I can't, I can't see them. I can't see the little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> where are the little pieces of fucking shit? I can't see them. <laughs> Turns out one of them's super talented. Triple H yeah. tells him to do the eyebrow, and he does the eyebrow. He does the rock eyebrow. He does it perfectly. Huge pop. Crowd loves that. That same, that same guy, did you notice he had caution tape for a tie or something? What the fuck <laughs> no, did he have around yeah, his what? neck? Yeah, like, Triple H says, hard yeah. to find tuxedos for smaller people. So, oh, Dude, the explanation for this is so fucked. Well, for, before you get to that, he says, hey, Rock, smell what the Rock is cooking, would you? And then he farts in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stephanie goes over and shakes his hand. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's Sorry something that they husband. do. That's something they just do. Triple H farts in your face and then Stephanie goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> so we got a bunch of match stipulations here that they could possibly have. Can you try to... Because how Triple H tried to reason this... If you, I could take it if you'd like, because I feel like Please, this is insane. Please, go for it. Okay. So Shane says their names are Boulder and Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shoot, brother. <laughs> Which will also be the name of the wrestlers in Spirit of 76. <laughs> he says they're going to be in a tuxedo match. So Triple H takes him like he says, there's no way these guys, by the way, these guys come out fully dressed in suits. Looking Already fantastic. in suits. Triple H says, there's no way he's pointing at them. These guys <laughs> can find tuxedos. <laughs> Big Show said, ah! Big Show's like, you guys He said, there's no way. He said, they're too small. They are, they're, in, they are in tuxedos currently. Right now. Yeah. They're standing there. Triple H says, how about an evening gown midget match? Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Big Show uh, says, you know what? Let's give the people what they really want. Let's make it two out of three falls. Ah, <laughs> nobody else. It's funny because yeah. Big Show sells Triple H's jokes the entire Triple segment. Yeah, what an asshole. He's like, hey, we're going to do. He literally says midget two out of three falls. I'm like, okay. And then Triple yeah. H's like, yeah, a good one. Shut up, bitch. Yeah. You know, let me hit my better line. How about midget on a pole? Huh? I love poles. <laughs> Everybody loves poles. Who doesn't love pole matches? Best match. Big Show's a trooper. Yeah, you so say you put everything on a pole, it's good. It's like, oh, wow, even back then, huh? The yeah, there's a little pissant company. I feel like, and you know what, I want to I wanna speak on the, the, the pole match for a second here. Because I feel like the, the problem wasn't really the pole. It was what you put on it. <laughs> you like, because when you think about it, a ladder match is just a taller pole match. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, you could just don't do the, just, if you're going to do stupid gimmicks, really the pole is useless. Put Viagra on a ladder match. Just do that. Have they ever put a title on a pole? They've put briefcases where you get fired. 
Yeah, they put like pink slips. Or, I don't know, is that the title? One? Yeah, like, they just put four poles. Around the they could have avoided. <laughs> they could have avoided all of it and probably had better matches if they just didn't do pole matches. Like the poles is, is it, it just. Ooh, there was awkward. one in the last couple of years that was so awful. It was I think it was an Alexa Bliss match. Oh, I think with it was the like Singapore a, Canes. Yeah, with that Bailey. Was, that had to be one of the worst matches I've ever seen. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, like just do a ladder match. Yeah, yeah. You're right. if you're gonna hang someone, just do a ladder match. Why not? Put anything up there. Who cares? ECW put a. A strand of barbed wire for you to go grab. It doesn't make sense, <laughs> but whatever. People don't think shitty of it because it was a ladder match. That was a stairway to heaven match, right? Yes. Or stairway to hell. Stairway to hell. Up. Elevator to elevator. Then the Rock comes out in his video game T-shirt. That he wears all the time. Oh, the five hundred dollar SmackDown Mall shirt. Yeah, the SmackDown Mall T-shirt. Yeah, the Rock's look here is unbelievable. Chain, he shirt, is. glasses, sideburns. Twenty seven years young. <laughs> Jim Ross said that all night. I, yeah. I, first off, I can't believe that this guy's career could be over. 27? 27 years old. How could he do it? Rock gets on the mic. He says, "Same Shane voice. <laughs> all the matches you give, the Rock is fine with the Rock." But the Rock isn't okay with embarrassing the Rock. <laughs> All right, that's true. He says the Rock is going to give you the same chance to drive the Rock out of the WWF like you did to Mick Foley. Ooh. Of course, Mick Ooh. Foley comes back for WrestleMania, boys. Yes, for an unbelievable Fatal Four Way that we all remember a lot and cherish. <laughs> Surely, if it wasn't, I mean, imagine if it wasn't the main event. He came back just for that match. That would have been a horrible. Yeah. Story. That, yeah. <laughs> it's only a good story because he came back to main event. The Rock says it's going to be the Rock and the Big Show one on one, and if the Rock wins, he's going to Mania for the WWF title. And if the Rock loses, you'll never see the Rock again. Well, I'm sure we will have seen him on WCW. I'm not sure the Rock understands the concept of bargaining because you don't start <laughs> at the highest point. You know what? Ever. <laughs> you if don't I just lose, start with, if I lose, I'll never I'll come back ever. <laughs> You don't Kill start me. off high. You start low and negotiate from there. What the yeah, fuck? Shane, Shane, like, he didn't even try. He said, you know, I'll leave. Whoa, hold on now. We well, need the you. best part was, like, The Rock started the negotiations. Shane accepted the negotiation. And then The Rock said, well, there's more. No, that's not. <laughs> what? And Shane, <laughs> Shane accepted those, too. They're verbal, like, these fun. are verbal agreements. Like, they, yeah. these mean nothing. He said, and there will be no interference. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, we don't agree to that. Yeah. Rock said, if he loses, he'll never see the Rock again. Shane says, okay, if you can pander submit the big show, you got your match. And Rock says, well, how about let me try that <laughs> one more time? He says, he says, I have yeah, some more demands. And then Shane goes, whoa. <laughs> what? Just say no. He says, there will be no interference. None of you candy asses will be at ringside. And if there is any interference, The Rock still wins. And The Rock <laughs> will go to WrestleMania. <laughs> Does this work? How does the Rock not know how to negotiate? Yeah, um, if I if you interfere, I just I just win anyway, and I just, just so you know, By the time this I, promo ends, it's twenty minutes into the show. Also, if I beat the Big Show here, I'm just a champion forever, and I never the lose rock the title. Big and Show tonight, and a Rock wins match. We're going to wrestle. If the Big Show shows up, I win. What the Rock right. says tonight, I'm winning, baby. <laughs> None of this makes any sense at all. How do you... Uh, the Rock, if Stone Cold was here, here, this would have been five minutes. <laughs> everyone's a candy ass, or everyone's a son bitch, and a Stone Cold's got a WrestleMania. Oh, oh Stone Cold's gonna win this match tonight, what? Yeah. Oh, Stone Cold said, eh, eh, no interference. And then they would be like, all yeah. right. If I win, I win. If all The right, Rock true. loses, everybody dies. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the promo ends and it sets up the match and really the the pace of the whole the rest of the show is The Rock versus Big Show, and if The Rock loses, he goes away forever. <laughs> Big Show looks like he doesn't want to do it here, and Triple H is the one that's like, yeah, we got a deal. So Big Show, very tan as well, by the way. Big, good look for The Big Show. Yeah. The Rock also says he doesn't have Shane or Stephanie in his corner. He has the people. We get the WWF Slam of the Week, brought to you by Snickers. Hungry? Go to hell. Jeff Hardy versus <laughs> Steve Blackman happened. Steve Blackman beat him with a karate kick off the top. Martial arts kick. That scares the hell out of me every time he does it. I don't think it lasts because I don't remember it later in his career, but it's it's legit from the top rope, a diving. Like, you think kick. of the RVD kick, except he lands on his feet. Yeah, he should have just done a knee. That would have been a lot cooler. He should have did, like, a spinning TNA kick to a <laughs> kneeling in front of him. <laughs> I agree. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> So first match of the evening, the Hardy Boys versus Steve Blackman and Al Snow. We go backstage. Al Snow goes up to Steve what? Blackman, who's in there going, What the fuck was this? This segment blew my fucking mind. I actually I don't even know. I actually hated this. <laughs> this was actually WWE creative. This is how the, all the meetings go. So Al Snow goes up to Steve Blackman backstage, and he goes, We have become so popular that we need a spinoff show. How about Mystery Time Travel Adventure Hour? And he has a little jingle. He goes, Al Snow solves a mystery. Steve Blackman has no personality, but together they fight crime whenever they travel back in time. Yeah. Steve Blackman goes, please fuck get you. the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. This is so fucking stupid. I'm going to go bounty hunting. Go well. So Al Snow knocks on the door he came out of to talk to Steve Blackman and out walks Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Shoot a blanket. Wait, don't, don't shoot. That's not. <laughs> shoot a blanket. <laughs> I didn't write that. Was it written down? I didn't read that. <laughs> I'm gonna let you try that yeah, please, one more please, time. Please, uh, <laughs> a blanket. <laughs> shoot Abraham. a blanket. This was shoot a blanket. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln uh, was a was a wrestler. Al Snow was pitching the Mike Tyson mystery machine or whatever. That yeah, that's was. exactly what he pitched. That's awesome. Yeah. This show turns out great. Alston's also <laughs> wearing a shirt that says no guns, no knives, and on the back it says just chairs. I like it better when it says no guns, no knives, and that's the only thing. That <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Looking at him, Lincoln. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Same Same man. So the Hardy Boys music is playing the whole time through this backstage <laughs> segment, which makes it even better. I'm not sure anyone in the crowd saw this segment. I don't think they did either. Uh, in the crowd, there is a group of women in bunny outfits with a sign that says Al Snow's Bunnies. We get the match started. Hardy was in a tree of woe in the corner. I thought this was a pretty cool spot. Blackman goes for a drop kick and then ends up baseball sliding out of the ring. So Hardy just literally turns around and jumps to the outside. That was cool. Yeah, Dude, yeah. that was awesome. Matt Hardy hits a line off the second that looked really good here. I don't even remember him doing it that much, but I thought it was really cool. I don't think, yeah, I don't remember it much either, yeah. Jeff goes for a run on Blackman, but he stuffs him with a powerbomb, which looked great. That was a rough, wait, is it the powerbomb later in the match, or is this Yeah, earlier? it's right towards the finish. Yeah. Okay. He like, I feel like they got lost here, because Blackman, he, he Jeff goes for the Rana, and like, Kind of like half-assed jackknifes him. Like doesn't even touch him, I don't think. He's like and then, far off. Yeah, it's weird. He then goes to the top, does the top rope martial arts kick to Jeff. Mm -hmm. And then he's so fired up that he didn't die doing the top rope martial arts kick. He's going, yeah! <laughs> and all the while, Matt Hardy is on the top rope. 
facing away to do a moonsault, <laughs> and Steve Blackman is not in position. He's not Matt, anywhere near him at all. No, he is so not ready for the spot. He does the moonsault. Steve Blackman almost gets clipped. <laughs> Get clipped, Steve Blackman. Dude, it was rough. <laughs> it was I'm so surprised Matt didn't even look. I guess scary. he just trusted him to be there. And he was not there. Those Hardys did not care in 2000. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Matt then hits a small package, and they end up beating yeah, Steve inside Blackman cradle. We'll just change the finish. Yeah, Fuck I gotta it. finish this up real quick. Get this out of here. <laughs> They're not head cheese yet, right? This is just Al Stone. And they Blackman. had the no, no, they weren't called that, but they had the signs in the crowd. They okay. were, uh, they were basically just saying that he's boring now, and then eventually they find like the personality with head cheese. They I love think. doing that, huh? Yeah, they, you fucking they love just saying you're, we don't know what to do with you, so your gimmick is you're boring. Not that we're boring and can't come up with It's an something. easy trope. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy trope so. to have the oh, straight guy been, and then oh, the. There yeah, was comedy they guy. Were head, I think they were head cheese now I'm thinking about it because at the beginning of the match, they were chanting, let's go head cheese. They're definitely head cheese at WrestleMania 2000 because they have. Ch- Chester McCheesington in their corner. <laughs> awesome. I think they were head cheese. They just weren't. A, maybe they were. I don't know. But they didn't call him head it's cheese. Soon. It's soon. It's soon. The crowd definitely had the yeah. signs. Yeah. They were chanting, let's go head cheese, though. Maybe okay. Al Snow yeah, was yeah. like trying to plan it as the name. Yeah. You know, I thought they were like the mystery it. time travel adventure hour team or whatever. <laughs> that should have been were. their full name. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they were, were Summer 97. Yeah. I thought so too, but I guess not. I thought they were shoot Abe Lincoln, but. <laughs> no, they shouldn't die, do that, Abe. Tony. What the hell? <laughs> die, Abe, die. <laughs> no guns, no <laughs> knives. <laughs> just conspiracy to kill Abe Lincoln. Also known as Steve Black. <laughs> Go back in time to kill Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Again. Save it, Abe. I'll kill you later. <laughs> <laughs> Al Snow had a time machine. It brought Abe Lincoln back to kill him, and Steve didn't want any part of it. <laughs> Abe Lincoln's in the booth. Abe Lincoln's in the booth. Al Snow's right there with the cheese on his head. <laughs> Steve, like, what are you doing? <laughs> That'd be so sick. This is a good show. This would have worked, actually. So Kurt Angle's backstage with his Intercontinental and European Championships. You're and he's talking to a random security guard who is. <laughs> Not even aware that Does he's there. Does not give a shit at all. No idea Kurt who Angle. Kurt Angle is. <laughs> and I've done a lot. I got two championships, Olympic gold medalists. Okay. Kurt Angle is also 16 here. <laughs> His yeah, voice he is so much different. It's crazy. We have the WWF Boot of the Week brought to you by Lugs. Rugged boots and shoes with an attitude because you never know where you'll end up. We have to at. find who did these animations because we need them for something. He jumped off there's... the Titantron into the ring. <laughs> Slid <laughs> off Those the trucks. are different. <laughs> yeah, he did a 50-50 <laughs> ground. That shit was lit. Dude, insane. I we Whoever did those, we please. please I know you listen. <laughs> yeah, done. I know that you are here, Lugs, man. <laughs> We've heard millions. <laughs> the Lugsman? No, yeah, no. where's the Lugsman? <laughs> Lugsman. <laughs> Bubba Ray Dudley powerbomb May Young through a table last week. That's awesome. And that's not the end of that. Uh-oh. So Mark Henry is rolling Mae Young backstage in a wheelchair. <laughs> Get your old ass out here. Moolah is also <laughs> there. Mark is going to fight for Mae Young because Chivalry is not dead. How nice. We have the Dully Boys versus Mark Henry up next. Well, at least we get the Dully Boys coming out and they are cool as fuck here, man. They are pretty sweet, yeah. <laughs> Bubba with the Tyler on his neck. This theme song rules. I like this a yeah. lot. So good. I don't think it's better than... Uh, yeah. You're coming down. No. <laughs> but... It's definitely number two. <laughs> it's a solid they, number two for me. It's good. They zoom in on a sign here real quick for like a second. It said, why okay. punch her in the face when you can put her through a table? And he said, okay. <laughs> he said, oh, this. you know what? <laughs> yeah. <That's> perfect. <laughs> I think I will. So we get into the matchup here. Mark hits a back body drop on Boa that almost breaks his neck. He didn't get enough <laughs> rotation off the flip. 
Bubba gets a receipt. <laughs> oh, he does. Here towards the end. Uh, Mark Henry was going for a splash in the corner on Devon, and Bubba pounces the fuck out of Mark Henry. The Bubba invents the pounce on this episode. I think he did. This is fucking crazy. Bubba then walks out and wheels Mae Young out of the room in the back as Moolah was powdering up in the bathroom. I thought she was taking a shit. <laughs> no, no. She, right as it like, it's like pans out like when they showed her back. She's like, I'm going to go powder yeah, oh, you can barely okay. even see yeah. it. She says it, and the audio plays barely. <laughs> it's so that weird. changes the whole thing for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you thought she just left her alone to die? I thought, I thought she was shitting. <laughs> All right, man, I gotta rip a big dump. <laughs> I, I swear, I could see her them doing. Oh, man, I gotta go take a shit. Hold on, I'll be right back. There's no, shit just... everywhere. Shit in the windows. Bubba before he left told Devon to take care of him, and then they're still working a match. Where and are Bubba you finds... taking me? Bubba Where are you finds May Young, and she says, "Oh my God! <laughs> Where are you taking me? <laughs> Where are you taking me?" And Mula goes, "I'll be there in a minute, honey." I'm shitting. Everyone backstage is like, "Yeah, whatever, <laughs> fuck it." Yeah. Bubba says, "Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride because it's going to be the last one you'll ever take." He's wheeling this old woman through the backstage area. Not a soul in sight. <laughs> Pass no Hey, Bruce, what's up? Yeah. Hey, Vince. <laughs> Wheel to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> There's a demon inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> Little shitty moolah. <laughs> I'm, wiping, I'm wiping my ass. <laughs> Give me a fucking minute. <laughs> this could have all been saved if Mula would just fucking quickly wipe her shitty little ass and get out of there. <laughs> you need that, you fucking dick. shit without you get lost. <laughs> you suck. So we get back to the ring. Uh, yeah. I swear that's what I thought you <laughs> Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's what fucking happened right, now. So. Good. Powder there is code go. word for I gotta take a massive <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking kayfabe. Dog. It's either that or coke. Uh, <laughs> either one. Uh, so the Dudleys come back in. Mark's in the ring. Bubba decided that he was going to take liberties here. So they get back in the ring, they do the 3D on him. Bubba <laughs> rips Mark Henry's head out of the air, man. Dude. Just almost spikes him. Like, a, such a fucked up 3D. JR is yelling this whole time. Saying, leave her alone, damn you! <laughs> you leave her alone! And then Lawler and JR start arguing in the middle of this. Uh, Lawler says he that Mae Young's just getting a ringside view, and JR says, ringside view my butt. <laughs> <laughs> And Bobo also said he called Mae Young an old buzzard. <laughs> so the Dellies give the title belts to Mae. They said, you're cool. We like you. Yeah, yeah. Dude. She, and she seemed okay with it. She's like, okay. I would like to live in a world where this was the trio. And that was, she would just, they'd wheel her out. She'd carry the title. That would be Oh my God, Mae Dudley? Yeah. <laughs> she carries the titles out. <laughs> the and then she says, do you want to get the tables? Holy oh shit. Oh my that God. Rule. They oh, should have did at least for sick. For one week, they manipulated yeah. this little old lady to be a Dudley. They gave her the, the title. Tables, she's like, "Okay, so sick. let's go." Yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah. little bandana and shit. That'd be yeah, awesome. The glasses, yeah. the, the glasses, glasses too. Yeah. That would be awesome. And May she's Dudley. in tie dye. She's in tie dye. Oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> Get the tables. That's fucking awesome. So they give her the belts. And once again, I will say it every time I see these belts. I love these motherfuckers. They are great. They give her the belts, they wheel her to the back, and then that's the segment. We move on. Kurt yeah, Angle's thankfully, out next. she's a Dudley now. They and legally it. change her last name, and we're all we're <laughs> off to the race. They actually both marry her. They wheel her up the ramp, looking like they're going to be friends now. 
Bubba himself sees two tables to the side. Devon oh, oh. goes, I'm going to push her ass off the stage. <laughs> goes, Whoa, calm down. What the hell? He's gonna yo, yo, yo. Which, honestly, would have definitely been worse. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> he was going to straight up roll her right off. Nowhere near remember the tables. The, no. Speaking of that, remember when Zack Ryder broke both of his legs by getting thrown off by Kane? Oh, by the wheelchair? The wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do That's what would happen to Mae Young if she would have killed his that. career. <laughs> yeah. So Devon ends up grabbing Mae Young. Instead of throwing them off, hands her powerbomb position to Bubba. The crowd erupts because they know what's coming next. Dude, Bubba points at the, like, he's staring at the tables and he looks at Devon. He looks at the crowd and the crowd's going, Yeah! <laughs> These sick, sadistic bastards. Slut, slut. <laughs> <laughs> inning, slut. He's my shiverish fan. <laughs> so <laughs> Bubba gets her the powerbomb position, jumps off, powerbombs Mae Young through two tables, and then has an orgasm. <laughs> that son of a bitch is back in that trance. <laughs> <laughs> that orgasmic yeah. trance he calls it, doesn't he? Doesn't Mark he call Henry is crying. They definitely well. do refer to it as orgasmic trance. At yeah. some point in the WWF. Well, he, he starts off just staring, and then he rolls his eyes back and starts jizzing. He had to stop doing the eye roll thing because Taker told him to stop. That's my thing. Nah, oh, <laughs> yeah. That yeah, doesn't yeah. work for me, brother. Taker, Taker told him, you, that's, my, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, sir. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Taker, yes, just, yes, Taker sir, said, Mr. you're a Taker. fan. Be a Sorry. fan. Sorry. Yeah, be a fan. So Mark Henry is in the ambulance back. Backstage, as Mae's there, Moolah says, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. Moolah's finally done her shit. Yeah, I gotta go wipe, I forgot. <laughs> I'm not done. Let me try this <laughs> one more time. <laughs> so we have Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho versus Taz. Intercontinental Championship on the line. It's still, this, uh, this is very, this whole setup for this is very strange, but it's still, I mean, Kurt coming out to this song and not hearing you suck is just, I feel like I still even hear it, even though I know they're not saying I it. I feel like it too, yeah. So this is the craziest <laughs> turn of events I think I've ever seen. I had no fucking clue what was going on here. I didn't know either. So Kurt this Angle the, comes out. This is the destrucity that we talked this, about. Something that happens but we don't remember it. This is the most Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Kurt Angle comes out and shows footage of Raw and SmackDown from last week. Yeah. He shows that he faced Chris Jericho on Raw. Bob Backlund came in and put Jericho in the crossface chicken wing. I do not remember Bob Backlund. I remember Kurt Backlund ever. being with Kurt, but I don't remember it being this ridiculous. He comes in, he faces Taz on SmackDown. Bob Backlund's on SmackDown, puts Taz in the crossface chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, so I don't, it, I don't it gets know. even crazier past this point. So Kurt Angle then says, since we're in New Jersey, New Jersey's in dire need of a hero. Yeah. And he'll be that hero. Bon Jovi doesn't count. What <laughs> <laughs> is Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> yeah, well, JR says, what about Bruce Springsteen? And says, he don't count. <laughs> he also does not count. Uh, Jericho comes out with the best version of his Tron, which has the girl standing up. I that, love that Tron. I agree. The OG, Y2J. Oh, so yeah. good. What's love my so name, good. bitch, 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 bitch? Jericho says, Kurt Angle and Bob Backlund are having sex. Kirk Angel. <laughs> hey, that's Someone totally now. different. He said they're in a love connection. Jericho says, Bob Backlund does represent the three eyes. Idiot, imbecile, and ignoramus. Just like you, jerky. Jerky. Like he goes, he's a jerky? Oh. <laughs> jerky. <laughs> Taz comes out and he's in the singlet, so all things are well here. <laughs> Thank God. Taz then makes the match no DQ because he can do that. Well, that's it's already because it's a triple threat. <laughs> but yeah, his promo is weird. He comes out, the mic is like, I don't know if he was just off or just doesn't, I don't know, but he was like, 
I didn't even understand what he was saying. He says, you know what I say? No, no, no. <laughs> he gets in the ring and then this match is going. Also, China will be on Third Rock from the Sun. So just so you guys know. <laughs> That's actually the run in. Oh, wow. Okay. Fair enough. So Kurt Angle grabs the Intercontinental Championship here, goes to the top rope. I got no clue what he had planned to do with that. <laughs> not even a little bit. Obviously, did not work. No. <laughs> they go to set up a Tower of Doom spot, but it's 2000, so we're not really doing those just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, backdrop suplexes Taz out of the corner instead. Taz then hits a head and arm Tajplex, which <laughs> honestly, I don't even know how this move works. Angle it's, has to just jump as high as humanly possible here. I don't. He needs even, to get height, even though Taz has him on his tippy toes. I yeah, I watched this like three times over. I genuinely got no fucking clue how this worked. Kurt Angle is just a freak. He's just an athlete, there's, dude. There's also <laughs> a solid minute. Where Taz has a match with his shirt. <laughs> oh, he's trying to take it off. <laughs> it turns into like a half shirt, then it turns into a skirt, and it's all around his ankles. It's just yeah, that's fun. when Kurt Angle goes for the Intercontinental Championship to go to the top rope, and Taz yeah. goes over to him. He's like, God fucking damn it. Help me. Then Jericho does his multiple powerbomb spots, which I honestly, Jericho's work right here was insane. Jericho was so just much. like incredibly good here. Because Brock ends up doing that, but no, I don't really. Has, does anyone do that now? Um, not that I know bombs? of. I don't even see Ward people Lowe doing power bombs too much, honestly. I think Wardlow should do it. I, th I think Wardlow should work. I think he should be on TV working. Yeah, That'd I think awesome. Wardlow should be on this show. <laughs> I, I think so too. <laughs> Taz then goes on a complete rampage here, man. Yes. He hits the Kata Hajime on Kurt Angle. The then Bob Backlund runs in. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Taz locks in the Kata Hajime <laughs> on Bob Backlund. <laughs> he just he turns around. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Angle breaks it up. He throws Taz out. Then Bob Backlund attacks Chris Jericho from behind as he has the walls of Jericho on Kurt Angle. He, he lariats him from behind. What it looked fuck? great. And then Third Rock from the Sun star China runs down <laughs> and low blows Bob Backlund. Why? Sending Bob Backlund through the middle rope <laughs> flying out of the ring. What Bob the Edwin. fuck is going on? <laughs> Never to be seen again. Jericho hits a triangle dropkick on Taz Big to keep one. him out of the ring. Big fucking one, too. Then Angle hits Jericho with the title belt and retains the title. Where the <laughs> fuck did China and Bob Backlund go? <laughs> They're away. They're going to Third Rock from the Sun. They're going to Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Two and a half men next. Tune into UPN, Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of the Taz mission, I always think of when he puts it in on Angle. Isn't that from the No Mercy video game? Yeah, where he's like oh, freaking out. I love that cell. We have Triple H backstage with Road Dog, X Pack, Stephanie, and Tori. Uh, Road Dog is exceptionally high here. Dude, Duke can't even do the fist bump spot. Dude, yeah, the he fist was like, bump was the most awkward thing. He, you know when he, he like tried to high five Cassidy somebody? Fist bump. <laughs> you <laughs> try to high five somebody and then they nucks you yeah. and you're like, don't know what to do. You're like, fuck yeah. what do I do? That's what happened there. We get a backstage segment. Kevin Kelly interviewing Ivory backstage. What the fuck was, what the fuck was this? <laughs> she has a really sweet raw jacket on though. I like that a lot. She, that was sick. But Kevin Kelly says... The, the reason he's interviewing Ivory specifically is he wants a female's perspective on the Rock situation. Female. Ivory says, "Well, I think the Rock should win." <laughs> all right, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like that's all it was. <laughs> we have Degeneration X versus Too Cool. Degeneration X with the remix version of the theme here. Yes, this threw me off because I was like, I got excited at first. I was like, "Ooh, this is Run DMC." But I this thought is so too for a minute. Yeah. This is before Run DMC. They don't start using Run DMC until May. Uh, so we got a little little ways they away. Yeah, 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 this is, yeah, yeah. Ooh. They got the Tyson <laughs> remix. 
Yeah, this is remixed of the Break It Down theme. X-Pac gets the X-Pyro in the middle of the ring with the whole crew there. I thought that was awesome. I missed Pyro like that. Yeah, that was really cool. It, it, yeah. it stood out. I remember that from a kid so much. That's I'm, I'm almost positive it's probably one of the reasons I thought X-Pac was the coolest dude in the world. It was in the then. game. It looked awesome in the games, too. I'll give that yeah. to all my CWs. So then we get Too Cool coming out with Rikishi. Rikishi not fully in the Too Cool thing yet. <laughs> he barely wants to do the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's cool with it. <laughs> JR says that Rikishi has a grand canyon sized butt so putting rikishi <laughs> with too cool great fucking idea i don't know great idea yeah. who did that but fantastic idea here i still like was it just like he saved them one time or they saved him one time like how did it even start i don't even remember yeah i don't even remember either yeah i'm sure someone will tell me uh yeah they will <laughs> xbox immediately starts the match by looking at grandmaster sexy crotch and saying suck my fucking dick <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Grandmaster Sexy with do-rag and <laughs> and goggles. He is fucking way different here, man. Sexy tries to hang his stuff on the turnbuckle, but he can't figure it out. He says, "Fucking twenty it pounds of accessories." He came down to the shovel. Get out! Oh, uh, shit, yeah. dude, that's so that's good. sick, man. Yeah, that's um, unbelievable. They're so over at this point, man. They're yeah. so, so over. They look like the year 2002. It's awesome. Yeah, they wrestle like it, too. <laughs> There's a group of five or six dudes in the crowd with white tees on, yeah. and they wrote Ritushi on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I guess she's got his own little fans over there, too. <laughs> Ritushi. Ritushi Fatushi. <laughs> For Trushki. Ritushi Bushi. <laughs> He gets in the ring. Rikishi does his own little punch, punching combo where he does a little dance yes. and everything. So he's, he's warming up to the too cool thing. And the, he's getting there. He's getting, he's getting there. Gotti Too Hottie's worm is so fucking <laughs> over here. It's incredible. Yeah. The crowd doesn't do the worm thing yet, though. They, they don't go W O R. Lawler's trying to do it on commentary. So yeah, I guess he does he, it. They're trying to get used to it. They're, or before that, because uh, just to show all over, I, I don't want to lose track of how over the fucking worm is because it, it's actually yeah. great how that turns out. Rikishi goes to Stink Face Road Dog who escapes it. And then he, like, he gets X-Pac in the corner, I think it was, and then Rikishi starts crotch chopping? Was, was, he, going for, was he going for the Bronco Buster? <laughs> I think he was just telling him to suck his cock, honestly. If he would have did the Bronco Buster, I think X-Pac would have died. Everybody dies. Yeah. The and ring would have exploded. <laughs> his fucking old cock and balls in his face would have fucked his shit up. Oh, man, that's uh, rough. JR and Lawler are also arguing uh, oh, over, this is great. over yes. staring at Tori at ringside. And uh, so uh, Lawler's like, oh, I'm getting it. Great look here at Tori. Jasmine, would you just fucking focus on the fucking match? God Jim damn it. Ross, Jim Ross literally says, I'm busy. <laughs> he said, yeah. I said, why, why don't you look? He's, I'm, I'm doing my job. <laughs> and Lawler says, oh, well, you, you staring at Rikishi? <laughs> and Lawler says, oh, they're both hanging out of the gear. <laughs> he does say that. He says, she's hanging out of a uniform or gear or something. So Tori Rikishi. was looking exceptionally 2000. I agree. <laughs> God, God bless you, Tori. awesome. Yeah. So back to the worm. When he does the worm, uh, Jim Ross says he tried the worm in his backyard yesterday. Last night. Last night. <laughs> Why did he say that? <laughs> he said, I tried. Well, Scotty goes for the worm. He does the, he goes through the whole motion. He does the whole worm. And then he turns around, bumps X-Pac and Triple H off the apron, goes back. The crowd's so hyped for him to hit the chop. And he just, Picks Xbox up or picks uh, Road Dog up. We the haven't crowds, ironed this like, out yet. Boo! <laughs> like, what the fuck? We ironed this out, man. <laughs> yeah, JR said, oh, I tried to worm in my backyard last night. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> Jerry Lawler is just like in complete disbelief. What? <laughs> <laughs> I almost hurt myself. 
And okay. Then Grandmaster's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Grandmaster Sexy goes up top, and Jr. says, "Oh, look, King! It could be the hip hop drop," which just sounds very today, Jr. <laughs> yeah, you're Literally right. South and no, kids, he missed a silly string. Yeah. <laughs> so we get back into the string things here. Yes. Uh, we get Rikishi in the ring now. The cameraman gets right in on Rikishi, <laughs> slapping his ginormous ass as <laughs> close as you could get. Dude, I was mid-conversation with Deb, and we both stopped talking and just had to figure out what was happening, because Rikishi slapped his ass for what felt like 20 seconds it was <laughs> right so, in front of the camera. It was so sloppy. You can hear the full <laughs> decibels. It's just like, oh. <laughs> This shit was quaking. It sounds exactly like that. What the fuck? <laughs> like, damn. It's kind of fat. <laughs> um, just, just before Rikishi slapped his ass and mesmerized me for a half hour, I blacked full, out. Full decibel. I think they actually raised the audio <laughs> up. Make sure you get that. It was like the pipe. Dink. dink. So sloppy. <laughs> I, unbelievable, man. Dude, stop, he was say, stop saying it was sloppy. <laughs> I can't fucking handle that. <laughs> because it's going it's oh, to stick with me, and I can't watch Rikishi anymore if you keep describing his ass as sloppy. <laughs> I'm trying to do my job. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, because this is one part, because I, I like this. I feel like you'd like this too, James, if you remember that it happened. X-Pac hits an X-Factor on Grandmaster Sex A, and then he gets bumped by Scotty. <laughs> and I don't know if it was on purpose, but X-Pac fucking flies outside the ring and almost dies. Yeah. And, yeah. and then immediately after, he gets in the ring and starts lighting Scotty up with the most <laughs> fucked up chops that I've ever seen him throw. <laughs> he, didn't even get a, he didn't even get a chance to post going to the outside. He just fucking no, flipped the floor. <laughs> hey, you got it. I get a little something from that. Come on. Yeah, he fucked him up with it. But then, and then Rikishi slapped his ass. <laughs> just. <laughs> just. There's so much decibel to that. There's no I I'll be honest with you, man. I don't think I ever want to watch Rikishi without remembering this from now on, Dude, ever. It, was, it, felt like, it felt like it went on for so long. I've never seen a man's ass like this, ever. <laughs> And I myself have a pretty big ass, and like that's like I've never seen a man's ass like this ever. What are we doing, doing? Oh. So Rikishi, how did that not traumatize me as a child? I definitely I'm, watched this show. I definitely probably watched this show with my parents. <laughs> oh man, I'm a Rikishi, big eighteen to twenty nine guy. Stop that, little baby Johnny. That yeah. meat was going. Like Maybe a, that would explain a lot about uh, me, honestly. Rikishi oh, <laughs> wearing your Rikishi shirt uh, too in the house. Yeah, like the the we the stink face is iconic wrestling stuff, man. We us wearing the Rikishi shirts to the two K event is really all timer <laughs> stuff. Who are the fucked up dudes over there with the Rikishi shirts on? <laughs> with his ass. James is back shirt. in the corner slapping it. <laughs> What's that guy doing Slapping there? his belly His ass on it <laughs> What's going on here So Rikishi hits a hip attack In the corner on Triple H And that's yes. why we're not Invited to 2K things anymore that's Rikishi hits a hip attack In the corner on Triple H uh, Hits a thrust kick 
Was about to do the bonsai drop, but X Pac hits him with a ring bell, and Triple H gets the pin. Broke the ring bell. <laughs> yeah, it, the thing just came just way off. <laughs> this thing's a piece of shit. Ah, uh, so D- DX versus Too Cool was his, honestly my probably one of my favorite parts of the night. Honestly, it was really yeah. fun. <laughs> it was not nearly as fucked as I thought it was <laughs> ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> we have Big Boss Man walking backstage, whipping the stick around. Yeah, what the ta Kane walking backstage with his nipple showing, of course. One nipple. Only one. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Only one. Um, Kane sees the rock backstage. <laughs> and they stare off. And then Kane gives him the two words that everybody knows. I got two words for you. Good <laughs> <laughs> Rock raised the eyebrow. <laughs> he stole right the dude's after- gimmick from the first show. What the fuck? Yeah, that's uh, fucked up, man. has been right after Kane, Xbox goes. <laughs> After Xbox goes, you don't need that shit anymore. Listen, right after <laughs> yeah, that, because Kane still doesn't know how to dog it. Good luck. All right, sorry. Another sidebar. Did you see? I didn't even. Jack's figures, the WWF figures, uh-huh. they had multiple figures that came with gasoline brand gasoline. I did nice. see that. I didn't know that. Unbelievable. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I didn't know that at all. That's awesome. She rocked my world. None of them were Kane figures, though. One of them was John Cena's first figure. It comes with gasoline brand gasoline. Uh, we have Kane versus Big Bossman. This match sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing here. The crowd did not care. I was immediately upset because Kane comes out and his nameplate says he's with Paul Bearer. Where Liar. is Paul? Where is Paul Bear? <laughs> At one point, they cut to the crowd and they show a kid with a cane mask on, and Lumber goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the t- he takes the mask off on the same shot, and Lumber goes, "Oh, look at that!" <laughs> <laughs> you got burn it all, Sean. That was a good yeah, cane mask. That was a really good. It was a good one. Though. Yeah, this match is so. The crowd Explain this to me. Maybe is this is why it was heatless. Okay. Boss man hits Kane with a loaded fist. No one even acknowledges it. And Kane kicks out it too. Dude, Kane <laughs> from the ref. They didn't even commentary talk about it. Yeah, nobody. JR's talking about third rock from his fucking son or something. <laughs> and he hits him right in the face. Kane then perches on the top rope, hits a nice Kane line off the top. Of course. The way he perches before in the camera shot is just set up great here. God, yeah. it is so nice to watch WWF and like the camera barely changes. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I know. You don't have to, you don't miss four different shots when you blink. Bossman hits a belly to back and then grabs his shtick. He tries mm. to hit Kane, but then Kane gets a choke slam on Bossman and wins. And JR called it a tombstone. And then he said, oh, uh, well, maybe I was wishing for a tombstone. <laughs> and the crowd said, thank God that's over. So we have a backstage segment, Godfather with Hose backstage with Kevin Kelly. <laughs> Godfather says The Rock is cool. You know, he does the eyebrow thing. The Hose also agree. <laughs> his, his vest had butt cheeks on it. <laughs> that's nice. awesome. That if you pressed fucking... them, they made a sound effect. Can you guess what the sound effect was? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to guess. No, could you stop? <laughs> could you stop with a sloppy ass slapping? Please. Godfather also says, put some money down on the rock. Godfather knows some things. And the host say, yeah. We're gonna have sex with him right now. See ya. <laughs> they do. Rock, he literally, please. he literally does say, "See ya." Yeah, we're having sex with Scott. The guy in the first segment. All three of us. Backstage segment. Michael Cole interviews Moolah backstage after what happened to May. <laughs> Holy Shitty fuck! Moolah. I don't even Holy know what to say here. So fuck. Moolah goes, "How do I feel?" How do I feel? I don't feel a damn thing. That bitch got what she deserved. Shooting on May Young randomly yeah. for no May Young could be dead for all she knows. She said, no one heard of May Young till I brought her in, and she's still nothing. She says <laughs> that May disgraced me by showing her puppies, which, all right, that's fair. Getting pregnant. <laughs> How did that disgrace you? Give her the, give her the third one. 
and stealing the spotlight. This went downhill real quick. <laughs> You're telling me that fab you you were surprised that fabulous Moolah shit on other women wrestlers? Well, not that, but like Mae Young almost like died. She could be dead for all we know here. She was <laughs> shitting. Her friend died. Ruined the face of his organization by showing her puppies, <laughs> giving birth, yeah. and stealing my spotlight. <laughs> what the fuck? And she said, I don't care if that bitch ever, ever comes back. <laughs> and then Jim Ross says, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> Raw is brought to you by SmackDown for PlayStation. Everything nice. inside the ring and almost anything out. That's awesome. Also brought to you by Castro, the official motor oil oh, no. federation. <laughs> and Chef Boy RD. Overstuff yourself on Monday nights with Chef Boy RD Overstuffed and the WWF. Why was like do you think there was brand loyal did we talk about this before? Brand loyal Castro users because they like the WWF. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. The engine's is gonna be running good on Castro. Dude, it's one of those subliminal things when you go and you're just like in the aisle trying to get oil and you're like, what's brand yeah, should maybe I pick you're right. out? You're like, oh yeah, Castro. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that one. The yeah. Official motor oil. But then also they they would advertise for PlayStation, and then Xbox, then buy this and buy that. It'd be, yes, they, they contradict. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Buddha guy, take Aichi too. Yeah, get this shit. I love Final this Fantasy. Shit. Whoa, like Shari, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. You know with a gun, I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so this match is Sa Rios with Lita uh, versus Dean Malenko with. According to Lillian Garcia, Eric Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> Eric? <laughs> While Dean and Eddie are making their entrance, JR, said, JR is calling bullshit on his injury. He says, Eddie's injury's fake. He, he must, he's going to a veterinarian or a proctologist. <laughs> what? <laughs> going to an OBGYN. <laughs> I instantly thought of you in the No Mercy. <laughs> Yo, based radicals entrance rules, man. It's fucked. It's radicals with a four, isn't it? R four. So we have a WCW suck sign in the crowd, which you'd be wrong because we had the dog on the show. The on the dog channel, so. and TP, two TP, two TP DQs. DPDQ. Uh, <laughs> he holds it up during the Radicals match, of course. W That's the only time the signs in the crowd is WWE suck. Of course. Plant. I actually really think the Light Heavyweight Championship is pretty cool. It's a shame they didn't do more with it here. I don't really remember them doing much at all with it. Yeah, they don't. They they kind of immediately throw it away. It's a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously I so it worked. Too. The Cruiserweight title worked tremendously in WCW. Something I think they have a problem with, especially with championships that aren't the WWE championship, is they let people win it immediately and once you win it in that division you're kind of that's it i mean like you kind of you became the yeah, champion one more, already what more are you going to do you're not going to go off yeah that's like the top of the division but then you win it if they book, yeah it's easy like i think that championship works if they booked it like the main title if like right. like i don't think guys like eddie and dean and sa rios like if they were booked for the light heavyweight championship you let it main event sometimes and you kind of like had a champion for a while sure. and you didn't throw yeah. it around yeah. why that's, not that's a big wrestling issue in general that I don't know where it got lost at some point but the heavyweight title is always just associated with the main event but like you look at like any other sport any weight division can be a money match yeah yeah, yeah. whatever one is drawing you know whatever is the match yeah. you want to see like whether it's you know whatever sure. the case is yeah I agree with you dude SA Rio's base god this guy rules. Dude, S.A. Rios is awesome. And Lita looking fantastic here, doing the flips. Oh, God, though. Oh, no. She does a flip for a minute. I didn't know that this <laughs> this was that match. <laughs> this shit is uh, rough. S.A. Rios, though, before we get into that, extremely uh, impressive. He does this 
gigantic moonsault and lands on his feet, and it made my knees hurt. I don't Doesn't know how even he roll didn't... through. Literally just no. lands on his feet and just goes. Disgusting. I don't know how I did. Also, Malenko was struggling to put in the Texas Cloverleaf at one point. They didn't even know if that I've was never, I think that might be one of the first times I've ever seen him struggle with that yeah, movie, ever, which is strange. weird. I don't, is there, was there anything noteworthy before the, the incident? No. Uh, they okay. start with a finger lockup. That was pretty cool at the start the of the match. I thought that was fingers? neat. You know, they lock up the Iron fingers. Finger? I thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah. So Lita, uh, Eddie, Eddie is on the floor. Uh, they did a schmaz here. Eddie like got involved at some point. Lita gets on the apron, runs off, goes to Rana Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero catches her. And Eddie Guerrero decides in that point in time that Lita must die <laughs> because he plants her on the floor with one of the grossest power bombs and the grossest sounding power bombs that I've ever heard. Oh, uh, he put some mustard in that one, bro. He and you can see the life fly out of her body. Oh, <laughs> she yeah, lays yeah. there. Oh. Fuck. And then Malenko wins. <laughs> this match yeah. is weird, honestly. Eddie chose violence, man. God damn. S.A. Rios goes for the victory roll. Dean ends up just falling on top of him instead and pins him for the three. New champ. Great. The big Why? radical storyline right now is that Eddie is there to fuck everything up for everybody. He goes to proctologist and veterinary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never get that shit fixed. We get a backstage segment. APA backstage in the APA office. Terry asks APA to do something and they agree. I would also agree. I agree. Midian, Midian then comes in with a cooler of beer. And, and an go, APA shirt. Hot. Yeah, it's yeah. a custom-made APA yes. shirt, which makes it even better. <laughs> Apparently, Midian lost a lot of money to the APA on heat, and they agreed to let him work the dead off by oh. being an APA intern. I didn't know that was going on. Yeah, the that's okay. That makes sense. Yeah, the APA are upset that the beer is hot, and Midian says he will go get some colder ice. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. I'm not sure you know how ice works, but okay. This is like the very start of the APA here, like early 2000, like January. Yeah. I think is when it started. It's weird because his shirt obviously is APA, and I think I don't know if the door said APA, but they're introduced to the ring as the acolytes still. And they're still they're wearing those Hell's Henchman shirts, which those yeah. shirts fucking look crazy. Which is but they that said, was supposed to be their OG name, right? Hell's uh, Henchman, is that right? Yeah, I think that was. I, I think before the acolytes, I think they were supposed to be Hell's Henchmen. I like the acolytes a lot more. Ooh, I yeah. But then, it's, but then it, on the back it says the acolytes. So it says, "Damn, there it is." So apparently, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Vince and Shane saw Bradshaw drunk at a bar, and were like, "Okay, that's your gimmick now." So he's like, "You're you're gonna drink on TV." <laughs> Wait, and then really? Brad, yeah, this is how this happened. So they saw him wow. drunk at a bar, and they were like, "You're." hilarious this is awesome so drink on tv so he's like okay and then Great. he came up with the apa gimmick and then oh my god yeah. imagine he would have got fired way before that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so god, the fuck are we gonna do with you you get out of here so we have jason williams from the nets in the crowd enjoying his time at wwf raw we have edge and christian versus the apa terry is down here ringside with a light terry? up wwf attitude she, jacket she inspired chris jericho here with this light up wwf jacket <laughs> they're talking about, look how cool that jacket is <laughs> Honestly, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I agree. It was pretty cool. Jerry Lawler says, I wonder if Terry knows I'm with the FBI. Female body inspector. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me now. <laughs> Jim Marsh says, okay. <laughs> um, APA are just as rough and tough as God. you can imagine here. Farouk kills Christian with a spine buster Yes, here. that is like maybe the gnarliest <laughs> spine. Not like uh, this one specifically, but yes. this spine His buster rules. His in general are, are great. Also great in the video games. Midian comes in the ring, immediately gets speared. Jim Ross goes, that's 
that's that damn goofy Midian in a ring. <laughs> that's, who who the that's Midian. <laughs> who no, else could that be in the big Midian. APA shirt? Yeah. <laughs> also damn. in the middle, like, he keeps he won't stop saying that Terry horny. Terry's horny. Look how horny she look horny. Her yeah, <laughs> she showed me her boobies. I like those too. <laughs> then Bradshaw hits the clothesline from <laughs> hell on Oof, edge. Uh, I think hell. I watched this nine hundred times in a row. It, Still, it brutal. was. Nuts! How yeah. he kills him here. These you guys just stand yeah. there and you die. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that rules. Like I, like these guys were. They they were. This team was awesome. Not the gimmick was awesome. First off, yes. I love the, the gimmick here. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't. First of all, I can't believe that no one's tried to do that again. Like I feel like it's been enough time where someone could do like something like this again, and it'd be cool. yeah. That's I. I guess they could. I, the first team that came to mind that they could do it with is Butcher and Blade. Yeah, that they. We're going they, there for a minute, it felt like. That, yeah, I think so. Right. So that's like the closest thing we got. And I th those two could pull that off. Some you know I think those could that. pull it off? The Good Who? Brothers. They could definitely pull it off. They're going to get in could, there. No. Fuck. Come on Stop. Down, do, do, God, we almost went one show. Anyway. <laughs> one show almost without this. They're going to get in there. there. Oh my God. You just get big at Luke Gallows doing the clothesline from hell. Big Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows could trip over his feet getting into the ring. Fucking throw a clothesline. Anyway, Bradshaw uh, won. So, yeah, Bradshaw <laughs> wins. That's not an APA song. They have such a better song. Midian goes to celebrate with the APA, and they say, get the fuck off me, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they throw Midian at Edge and Christian, who kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, they just decided to kick his ass. So that's Great. Cool. We had the Mean Street Posse with Tim Wyatt at the uh, airport. The Newark, Newark airport. airport. Yeah, Newark, New Jersey. Oh, just before that, by the way, they showed a shot of Shane and the Big Show ignoring Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for time to get that interview. Yeah. Michael Cole stayed there with his arms folded. All right, what am I doing Very here? sad looking, but yes. Mean Street Posse is at the Newark airport with Tim White, who they are forcing to put on a referee shirt. <laughs> put the referee shirt on. Get your fucking shit on. <laughs> and they, so they attack Crash Holly, who's the hardcore champion at baggage claim. Prince Albert also there. <laughs> to attack the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> What's going, going on? on? I don't know. Uh, and then some guy falls off a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that, was good. that was good. Maintenance guy working and he gets bumped. That's cool. Pete Gas ends up pinning Crash and winning the title. Yeah, and they play his music. At the airport. <laughs> At the airport. <laughs> Over the speakers. Crash then hits Pete Gas from behind uh, and then wins the title what, back. What, hold on now. Hits him with a scale. How'd you get that through the airport? <laughs> yeah, well, he just sent it. You know, 25 bucks, you said anything you want. So. Yeah, I guess so. That was different times. Boom, boom. Wins, he wins back the title, grabs the bag, and then goes down the baggage claim hole? <laughs> Which is so the opposite good. way. <laughs> what he's the going, hell? He's going back into the plane. If they just wait there, if they just wait there, he'll come back up in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. It would have been sick. He goes down there and then just moves again and he's back up and they just pin him. <laughs> Next Raw, he comes back up the baggage claim. Uh, it's a different team of guys there. That'd be awesome. That's great, yeah. <laughs> we get a backstage segment. Finally, we get the interview with Michael Cole. Real riveting stuff here. I'm glad they waited yeah. and did a buy-in for this fucking, and everything. Yeah. So, you know, the only thing we see here is Shane go, we're going to win tonight. We're what winning and fuck? high five. Uh, then Michael Cole interviews the headbangers. Why? Why? They say, blah, we're jabronis. Why the fuck did they do that? Mosh says, whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> Thrasher says, of course we picked the big show. Mosh says, Rock can carry our cones around because they had titty cones. Or you can write another bestseller uh, called The Rock Says I'm Unemployed. Uh, thankfully, these two were fired shortly after this. <laughs> You write the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write this. <laughs> we have Val Venus and Test versus Perry Saturn and Chris Benoit. The returning Val Venus after a sprained neck injury. 
They could have kayfabe. He broke his neck. No, he <laughs> yeah, sprained right? his neck. <laughs> dude, dude, test shirt says test this yeah, on the back. <laughs> yeah. Test this. Test this. <laughs> I I immediately went to eBay to try to find it. I could only find a I love my testicles shirt. <laughs> That was good too. Yeah. Test, test not only with the glasses, but the test. This this is like test peak here. Peak test. Man. Should, they could have given the title here. Damn you, so, fucking Hunter. Uh, Stephanie, you. Slot, slot, slot. So Valvi is a test right here, and then. Dan it, Dan it, Dan it, Dan it. Oh, here it goes. Perry Saturn and Chris Benoit here. Here they are. Perry Saturn is so ripped here. His traps and his delts are so separated, I feel like he's injured. He is growing rapidly by the week. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and getting more and more tan, and his mustache is getting more and more blonde. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> so I forgot to mention this. Uh, during Val Venus's intro, they I think it was Venus. They say he's from Las Vegas, Nevada, but she yes. stutters again. Lillian stutters again on this. <laughs> says, from Las Vegas, Nevada. I don't know what she said exactly. <laughs> and then I think it was Jim Ross. Was it Jim Ross or King? I think it was Jim Ross said, yeah, she just went to happy hour. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wonder if that was actually she was, true. She was drinking with the boys. <laughs> I wonder if she was actually hanging out at happy hour and he was just calling Maybe her that's out. awesome. Because she stuttered all night long. So I'll I was give her a pass then if that's the case. Showing up yeah. drunk. There was a weird commentary thing here. I don't know how it started, but Jerry Lawler mentions the Benoit ball. What happened? Oh, here? yes. Why oh, did that start? He God. says he says okay. the Benoit ball. And then Jerry says, what makes the Benoit ball so unique? And Lawler oh starts God. laughing and says, I don't know, that might be a question for Val Venus. <laughs> I don't know what's going on He goes, on Chris here. Benoit throws a great party. And I just go, oh, no. Oh, and he goes, brother. the Benoit ball. <laughs> His balls. His balls. I'm doing my job. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know. There's so much Perry Saturn. I love watching this guy work. I feel like he's every movie good. is going to kill somebody. He's very unique. Barry Saturn gut wrenches Val Venus. I thought he was going to drop on his head and kill him right there. He should have. Spring neck this <laughs> bitch. So I know you going to post on Facebook in a few years. I got this. Yeah, get, get, get clipped. <laughs> so Barry Saturn gut wrenches Val Venus and carries him over to the turnbuckle. I know Val Venus is fucking scared for his life all the way through. <laughs> he is literally a, Barry Saturn goes toss over the ropes for all he gets. Yeah. Fucking fuck, man. Dude, I, anytime he, I, I don't know why. Anytime he does that, I mean, I know why, actually. I, when Perry Saturn gut wrenches somebody, I think of that dude. I th was it on? Was it on Jacked or Metal? He like oh, that jobber yeah. guy he faced, where he just shit cans him out of the ring, and the guy just crumbles to the floor. He lands on his neck. Is that the oh one? Oh my talking about? god! On the he outside? fucking kills that guy. Doesn't oh, that he just was unload uh, on him. That, what was that guy's uh, name? Mike. Mike Bell. Mike Bell, yeah. dude. I don't know what happened, but he beats the piss out of that guy. He beats the piss out of him and throws him straight on his neck on the outside. Oh yeah, it, it was Mike Bell and his brother Mark Bell started, uh, he's like a big power lifter dude. I actually really? Watched, yeah, I own like a bunch of his fucking shit. Like, he he's should got become a bouncer and, and then be a wrestler. He, he was wrestling. He actually <laughs> oh, was. Yeah, he, he okay. was a wrestler. Oh, great. Um, but then he said, yeah, fuck that shit. And he became a call. fucking world record powerlifter. So well, like, there you go. That's, wow, that's that, crazy. That's probably better for him. So Benoit and Saturn hit the King Kong knee tag team combo. I like that. Where he holds him over his knee and then King Kong. Yes, knees him off the I do like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah test yeah. Uh, hits the test bomb. I love and that. And then that's not his finish. I'm like, God damn it, dude. Why did he never use this as his finish? I love he he test 
It loves the bump handles. That move sucks. <laughs> it does suck. God, it sucks. God, you're, this move is way too cool to not finish things. I don't know why. And it got a pop every time. Not only that, the big boot also got a big pop. Do yeah, both of those. Stop doing the bump handle slam. The bump handle slam sucks. Like, he just wanted to show how strong he was. The test bomb looks way stronger. Like, yeah, it does. It just, it looks so fluent, too. Yeah. Um, Eddie then hits test, and then Benoit hits a German suplex bridge on test to win. Big Show and The Rock are walking backstage. We get Shane McMahon coming down to the ring in a tracksuit. He tells Earl Hebner to piss off. <laughs> Earl Hebner's flipping out. What the, what the f I'm trying to do my job! <laughs> <laughs> he takes off the tracksuit and Shane McMahon's a referee! Uh, uh, now, hold, now hold on a minute here. I thought The Rock made the stipulations here. Why is Shane the ref? There's every nothing is written down All here. Right. Just Fair just enough. verbal everything here. Mm, These dudes. Shane right. Shane knew. He knows. He could change yeah. everything. Honestly, I would have just been like, you lose automatically. Fuck you. Go to hell. <laughs> the only the only pyro on the show that compared to the raw intro pyro was Big Show's pyro during this entrance. <laughs> he oh, got so sick. much, dude. He got it on the ramp, he got it in the ring. Yeah. It was awesome. What the crazy it was yeah big show comes out he's wrestling with the chain on so i'm like oh maybe he'll just beat the rock here. and the shirt awesome. the rock wastes no time goes straight for the big show knocks him over the ropes here it's a side rushing leg sweep on the ramp on the As ramp he's coming out he's going what the fuck you motherfucker i didn't know you're a referee you son of a bitch <laughs> he was like cussing up a storm here as he's getting in the ring he hit him with a Russian leg sweep and then he punched him in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> he does that a few times here the one later is even better uh so they start brawling into the crowd triple h and stephanie are watching backstage with fruit on a table stephanie making a super <laughs> weird face the entire time this is going she just on. sucked a lemon she's got like the mike tenay face on here just the yeah. whole time <laughs> i know exactly what that means <laughs> only a few people will oh, fuck. uh big show tries to use a chair on the rock on the turnbuckle but rock moves out of the way they they weren't they were as you said they were brawling in the crowd. Big Show got real dirty. <laughs> they were throwing shit on. Fuck you, Just fuck you, Big Show. <laughs> the Rock then hits Big Show with the ring bell and starts laying the fists on him on the announce table. Then spits in his mouth. <laughs> in this climate, man. Uh, Big Show then body slams Rock on the table on the outside. Oof. Shane he gets him back in the ring. Shane does a fast count, but Rock One, kicks two. out. Ah. Big Show goes for a choke slam, but the Rock kicks him low, real low. <laughs> And Shane goes, what the fuck? <laughs> How am I supposed, why would I let you in this? Uh, Big Show then accidentally knocks Shane over the ropes. Clothesline. Uh, the Rock sets up for the people's elbow. He hits the people's elbow. Big Show does not sell this Deep at all. cover. No, he, dude, he plays dead. He doesn't like pop yeah, up or does anything. Like, nothing. Doesn't move a limb. Fuck this move. Earl Hebner comes down to the ring to count, gets a two count before Shane pulls him out of the ring. <laughs> Shane pulls him out of the ring. Not only does he pull him out and argue, he whoops his ass. <laughs> <laughs> not just like a punch and knocks him down he's like punches him kicks him he's like what a piece of shit out of him uh the shane comes back in the ring it's a diving chair headshot on the I rock love the shane oh, diving chair shot me too it looks good every it time it's great so now, good in the middle of this match a limo pulls up limo arrives who could it be oh my god it's vince mcmahon <laughs> Oh my god, he's back. Vince is back. <laughs> he's got to turn this show around. We got to fix things around here. We only got a 6.3. Help. <laughs> they got the dog. <laughs> Vince was watching Nitro. He saw that they saw had the, the dog. dog. He said, That's it. That's it. So Triple H. Take me to that son of a bitch. <laughs> take him to WCW. That'd be great. <laughs> 
Triple H and Stephanie see him and they immediately sprint out of the room to try Great to find sell. Vince backstage. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. They, it's like, it's not split screen, but they keep going back and forth. There's a match yeah. still going on, by the way, but they keep going back and forth between Vince walking through the hallway and Triple H and Stephanie trying to find him in the hallway. <laughs> Good stuff. Vince walks up. Triple H walks up. Triple H's like, yo, Vince, what's going on, man? Vince decks the living <laughs> shit out of him. He punches the fuck out of him. Triple H dies. Triple H takes a huge concrete bump on the back there. And then Vince walks to the gorilla position where there is a sign with a gorilla that says a gorilla position. There's and a gorilla and music. a finger that points to the yes, thing. There's yes. two and signs. One with the gorilla, one with the finger point. And then they just play his music. Rock and Big Show are both down. Vince comes out. The crowd is erupting. Hey, Vince McMahon has returned. Yeah, Jim Ross is going crazy. Don't walk. Don't walk. He's walking with a purpose. <laughs> He's walking. He's talking. <laughs> <laughs> This segment, man, fucking absolutely electric. The commentary, yes. the crowd, Vince, Rock. This is why people loved wrestling back then. This, this was the like when perfect yeah. amount of overness. I was yes. watching this. I'm like, how could you tune into this and not fall in love with this? Yeah, God, I, I mean, it's impossible. Just, just the punch that Vince gives Triple H and the pop that got, like that tells the story right there. Yeah. So Vince comes in the ring. Immediately hits Shane and Punches then just a big pop. Huge, it fucking the crowd. Like, I feel like it's yeah. shaking the screen. They're going yeah. crazy. He grabs a steel chair and then hits Shane with enough for today. Vince awesome. then rips the shirt off of Shane because the only way you can count a three <laughs> is legal. with the shirt on. I love any, it. Any legal referee, which is why I feel like RVD's one night stand championship win is questionable because Bobby did not have <laughs> no ref shirt, shirt on. But I guess that shirt on. maybe ECW ref shirts were different. Yeah, maybe. It was just whatever they had in the back. That's a ref shirt <laughs> <Yeah>. ECW. <laughs> Wear whatever you want. Uh, so, puts a referee shirt on. Rock hits the rock bottom. Vince counts to three. The place is just at a fever pitch at this They point. are shitting here. Rock is going to WrestleMania, baby. Dude, he poses on the buckle. Vince is staring at him from the stage. This is just everyone. No, Not one person is sitting down in this arena. You can show someone a, a wrestling match any day of the week. They probably won't understand. If you no. show them Vince showing yeah. up in a limousine in this segment. <laughs> They would fall in love with wrestling. What a what an interesting show! This uh, how far away is WrestleMania? Three weeks. Three weeks away. So we got The wow. Rock versus Triple H at Mania. That sounds like a pretty sick main event. <laughs> well, <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> in fact, next week it's already ruined, and they already tell you the main event for Mania. <laughs> you ruined next, it. The next week they bring back Foley next week with Linda coming out and saying, "I would like to let you know that it's now Mick Foley coming back." Linda uh, says, I am a big Katniss Jack fan. I was there for the King of the Death match. <laughs> I was at Kawasaki Dream. <laughs> just so you, just to get you uh, in the know about uh, what Rakishi is doing on this show <gasps> at, at WrestleMania 2000 because we uh, we were talking about him so much on the show. Mm -hmm. Rakishi teams up with Kane to face X-Pac and Road Dog. <laughs> that. That is, is the semi-main event of the show. That oh, is wow. for True City. <laughs> There you go. That is Raw, March 13th, 2000. If you want to watch us watch the Hardcore Brawl from WrestleMania 2000, head over to our Patreon. Now it's time to get into Dark Side of the Ring. This week, In the Shadow of Grizzly Smith, also known as the father of Jake the Snake Roberts, and actually a bunch of other wrestlers, too. There's actually a family of Smiths here, but uh, you don't really hear about the other ones too much. Yeah, you never... I Honestly, when before I saw this, I did not know that they were all related. And I Rock had no idea Rock and Robin was related to Jake Roberts. 
That's I mean, crazy. That that blew yeah. my mind. I was like, wow. Yeah. Cornette said there was no public knowledge that they were related, even when they were all working in the company at the same time. I also thought Jake Roberts' name was Jake Roberts. <laughs> so before we get into this really quick, this episode that we're about to talk about, we're probably, there's nothing to joke about. There really truly is nothing to joke it, about here. This no. was just a really dark really episode strong. about a real fucked up dude that fucked yeah. up a lot of people's lives. Uh, there's also a trigger warning here for a lot of different reasons, so just be prepared for that. If this is not something you want to listen to, then you can skip ahead. So we start off, we have Sam Houston and Rockin' Robin. They tell us that that is Jake Roberts' real-life brother and sister, which yes. I didn't know. I didn't even, I didn't know. I've heard yes. of Rockin' Robin, not Sam Houston. I didn't, I didn't know, yeah, I, I didn't know Sam Houston either. I didn't know the relation to any here. I feel like I maybe I knew the Grizzly Smith thing, but it may have honestly only been because of this episode, that I only because I was like, oh... That's Jake Roberts' family? Okay, huh, okay. And they say that Sam Houston, or Cornette says Sam Houston was the best of the bunch, so I don't know yeah, what like that worker means, because he, yeah. he never made it, but or I guess he did, but he was never like as big as Jake. Was he, was he in WWF? Yes, he they was in WWF were, were, They were, oh, they yeah. were all in the oh, yeah, WWF okay, at okay. once, at like the That's same right, it did time. say that. It did say that, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, they were all working at the same time, wow, yeah. So Grizzly Smith did not want Jake in the business, and he even went as far as to getting promoters to fire him when he was trying to get into the business and break in from different places he went. Fucked. Um, Jake said that he got into wrestling despite Grizzly. He wanted to be successful just to mm-hmm. rub it in his face, you know, just to make him say, like, hey, you did something good for once. Yeah. He pretty he practically said he said, I wanted to make him say I'm I'm proud of you. And he Jake said he never said it to him. He said it to other people. He heard it from other people that his that Grizzly said that about him, but he never directly said it to him. So Grizzly worked in the oil fields. He met someone that wrestled, and they said, Wow, you're seven foot tall. Why don't you wrestle? He said Okay. Grizzly also would stand in alleyways and take money, 25 cent, 50 cent, whatever the case may be. What the fuck To have was people yeah. punch him in the stomach as hard as they could to see if he would fall. Yeah. They said that he made more money doing that than he would throughout the week. And well, that's when he decided he wanted to be a wrestler. Yep. That's when he was like, okay, wrestling. Cool. Maybe I can do Weird. That. That's a strange origin story. So Grizzly Smith, seven foot tall, 350 pounds, long red head. Big beard, just a fucking wrestler, wrestler. If you were to ever find one in the street, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They said pretty much if he, it looked like he just walked out of the woods. Grizzly apparently had worked so much and bled so much that his head was so gigged up that they couldn't even yeah. do anything about it. The anymore. scar just, tissue was just too crazy too on his fucking up. head to even like stitch him. They also said that Grizzly kayfabed his kids, uh, and they thought that wrestling was real and that people were trying to kill their dad, and he never smartened him up until way later and i don't even think he smartened him up i think they just yeah. got smartened up yeah i think no, they just figured said, out yeah he said he would even play out the angles at home and then like the kids were like six or seven yeah, years like, old talk and about, they didn't even like, understand the, the stuff that was coming up and like jake like thought that these bad guy wrestlers were going city to city to yeah follow to, to the territories yeah, that's yeah. so fucked up to a kid's like psychology or like psyche and stuff psyche like, yeah yeah yeah, just kids are so messed up at six and seven. So impressionable. So Cornette says that he heard jokes about Grizzly mentoring young girls and having them on his lap and reading them Bible verses, but he didn't really understand the jokes until, of course, years later and after right. his passing and all of the information came out that we'll get into in here in just a minute. So Baby Doll, which is another wrestler, ended up marrying Sam Houston, which is, of course, Jake's brother. Baby Doll said that Grizzly would pick up 14 or 15-year-old girls randomly and would have them on the road for days, and that they would pick them up from. He would pick them up from their houses, and their parents would like wave them off and stuff. Yeah, like, their hey, parents were, okay were cool with it. I don't. I think that, I didn't understand that part. It was. I'm. I'm guessing it was part of like the superstardom he had because he was pretty popular. But did they think he was training her? I 
Training them? Sorry. I don't know, like, man. There's like what the fuck would have? Yeah, I don't know. It's different times, you know. Like now, everything's so protected and stuff. Back then, it was more like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, sure. Grizzly Smith's picking up. Yeah, that's cool. What the fuck? I guess I don't yeah. know. It's real fucked up. So Jake said that he had separated himself from Arulian Smith Jr. a long time ago. He said he hadn't been Arulian for like thirty or forty years. He that basically Arulian died a long time ago. And yeah, he's just been Jake Roberts as long as he can remember now. Yeah, he said he hasn't grown up since he was. 13 or something that's so crazy also jake's mom was 13 years old when jake roberts was born yeah what the fuck so grizzly was a full-blown pedophile yeah jake which is crazy because i i i've heard a lot about the grizzly smith stuff and even jake's talked about it but i don't think anybody's ever come out and said he was a pedophile and that's like just yeah and they just said it straight up yeah it's like a huge step for somebody that has somebody like that do that abuse them and stuff like that to come out and say that so jake is really like I mean, that's what maybe it just took so long for them to fully like accept that that's what happened. Yeah, Yeah, they said after his passing, that's when they started like kind of figuring it all out and being able to move forward with it. Jake implied that his sisters got the worst of it from Grizzly. Grizzly ended up remarrying and Jake moved in with them and he thought that things were going to go better. You know, his life was going to get better finally. He said he was happy about it too. Yeah, he was going to move on. Uh, Grizzly's new wife ended up also being a rapist and was raping Jake. And then when he told Grizzly about this, his new wife would beat Jake for it. This was weird because they, a little after this, I think it was Rock and Robin who talks about, because it, it was, it's her mom, which it's, it's Jake's stepmom. Is that how that was? It's not his, it's, that's not his actual mom, right? It's, new mom. It's, yeah. Remarried. It's Rock and Robin's mom. And they asked their sheriff, they're like, oh, have, have you heard about, you know, any inappropriate things that she's done with, with Jake? And she's kind of denied it, but I don't know if. Like, she denied it in a way that made it sound like anything that she did was because of Grizzly. Like, that he right, made like her he was, do it. Right, right. So. Sort of implying it, that, yeah. Right, which is, I, it's, 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 I don't Obviously, know. Obviously, we don't, only know what we're told. Exactly, like, right. Least. It's just fucking, fucked beyond belief regardless, but it's just, and obviously you can see, I mean, jumping ahead just a little bit, like, by the end of the episode, they're all, st- like, this, this is not the perspective of four people that are actively in each other's lives or talking to one another like no. these these four are all related and still have no type of relationship with one another and and I can't even, I don't even know they don't say but I don't know if they when the last time they have talked um so obviously it's four you know similar yet slightly different versions mm-hmm. of stories of four yeah. people yeah. that like had to deal with a fucked up upbringing bringing from the same family uh so robin talks about it too grizzly gaslighted robin and then molested her from 8 to 14. She didn't come out outright and say that he raped her, but she implied yeah, it. Right. No, she said that he would ignore her and then would be like, oh, yeah, okay, like hang he, out yeah, with me now. Yeah. Oh, now I love you. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. She said at 15, she told him that if he ever did any of that shit again, she was going to shoot him. Yeah. Uh, this was after she moved out. Then JoLynn, which is apparently Grizzly's other daughter. There is so many strings connecting people. It's like they're here. Jake it's... Roberts' half sister somehow. I don't know how that. This all dude was doing out. fucked up shit all over to all sorts of different people. So JoLynn came to meet with Robin. Uh, she asked Robin if she felt safe, and Robin was like obviously implying that she felt that JoLynn had had the same thing happen to her that Grizzly did to her. Yes. Uh, and then two weeks later, JoLynn was kidnapped. This story is crazy. Like, I mean, obviously it's all crazy, but this is like, I don't even understand it, really. Because everyone has their own ideas about this story. And like you said, it's like people that haven't talked. 
So they all right. have their own separate yeah. ideas of what happened here. So uh, they talk about it. They say that Robin and Richard were at a roller rink and then came home to a note from Grizzly that said Robin was kidnapped. Richard and Robin were kind of different on this story. Robin was confused. How did Grizzly know that she was kidnapped? You know, mm-hmm. Richard was more so concerned about Joe Lynn just because he was closer to Joe Lynn than anybody else was. Someone had broke into Joe Lynn's trailer, grabbed her and her baby and threw him in a car. We get introduced to Buzz, the cop, who is the coolest looking dude I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He's got the sweet little mustache and stuff. He talks about his career. He's like, look at me when I was 28 years old. And I was like, ah, that's cool. Look at this fucker. Uh, yeah. Richard then implies that there's no way that someone grabbed Joe Lynn and her baby and they just left. He yeah, says she was like it had to be fighter. more than one person. Yeah. Then it talks about Phelan Rogers, which was Joe Lynn's ex, Joe Lynn's husband's ex-wife. Like I said, there's so many red there's, pieces. Yeah, there's too a many lot. pieces. Phelan Rogers, Joe Lynn's husband's ex-wife, used to send death threats. Uh, and then she would eventually confess to kidnapping. But she said that Joe Lynn had escaped pretty early on. I mean, I really, this is where the story completely falls off here. So, yeah, it, it, it's the, the outcome is really, you don't really, I, there's no final answer for it, sadly. Buzz says that the cops had a big search party going. They had dudes on horses. They had a whole bunch of stuff going on here. He even brought in a psychic, and the psychic said that she's in oh, somewhere Wells, dark. You got to check right? Wells. Yeah. Yeah. They'd never found the body, so they never found Joe Lynn. They don't even know she could be alive. She could be dead. No one really knows. Um, they never found her, uh, so a murder charge wasn't possible, but she, uh, Phelan Rogers did get charged with kidnapping, and she got, from what Buzz said, 30 years, but she only served seven. I was watching this. I even, I mean, I, and just to be full transparency, I messaged the boys midway through watching this, and I said, I don't know how the fuck to even talk about this, because it's so, like... We've watched so many of these Dark Side episodes, and not that I'm, like, um, used to them, because I don't think it's the right word, and I don't think I'm desensitized either, but this is next-level, like, horrible shit. Like, yeah. yeah, there's, this is, like, I don't I don't know, there's something about this one that really, like, uh, just uh, real fucked the whole way through. So Jake said it's the first time that Grizzly had ever missed a wrestling match was when Joe Lynn was kidnapped and they had to go to court. Grizzly was going to kill Phelan Rogers, I believe, with a piano string. Yeah, and like a piece of wood. I don't know the, mm-hmm. how it works. They made but it yeah, they, sound like he carried that around with him at all times. I think that, that's what they said. They said he always yeah. had that. I don't know what... Which is a very weird thing to have in your pocket. Yeah, they, <laughs> they said there was a bunch of like cops around her because they knew like a big dude like that could do what the fuck he wanted when he was angry. So Buzz says Phelan worked at a place with an incinerator, so he thinks that they threw her body into the incinerator. Which I guess goes back to what Richard says. Uh, I can't imagine her being able to, you know, throw around a body like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It couldn't so, have been just one person. Yeah. So Richard implied there was more than one person. Robin, on the other hand, thinks that the other person was Grizzly. That he had something to do with it because he had no remorse for this That's situation because whatsoever. He, like he didn't seem he wasn't he never cried over it. He didn't seem like. You know, obviously he didn't go to a wrestling match, which was, you know, something out of the ordinary for him. But yeah, that could have also just been to, you know, cover something up to make it look like mm-hmm. he did care. But no emotion. On you never the know eye. what this guy he gaslights everybody and he's yeah. all over the place. So you yeah. really don't know what he is. You no, know, he's, they, they also they wanted very to go sociopathic to, tendencies here. Want to go on Unsolved Mysteries and get this. But the dad was like, no, we can't do that. We're not going to go yeah. on Unsolved Mysteries. That's yeah. That show weird. used to be huge. Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I remember everyone used to watch that. Hell like, yeah. That was just, they'd tune in to see that. So that was like yeah. way different. 
when TV was more centralized. That was huge. Uh, Jake said that he used the hate from his childhood to make Jake the Snake Roberts. He said that, you know, if there was anything you want to thank his dad for, it's the hate that he was able yeah. to use to make the character that he did. I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Just, I wanted to go back to the, the, uh, Joe Lynn thing real quick. I, I still can't, like, that story is, like, there's no, like, she was charged, obviously, but, like, no one has any clue what actually happened. Like, I feel like, like, that might, like, that's, like, if Netflix got their fucking hands on that, like, that's, like, I, I wish the right people could get their hands on that case and do, like, a big story about that, so... That they could have like it was, some yeah, kind it of was a small that. town investigation. Yeah. It's, it's like a lot of those things happened back then because like they didn't this never stuff like that never happened. Yeah, how would you know? So yeah, so they don't know? know what to do when that stuff yeah. does happen. So the cops aren't prepared for it, and then they're like, right. uh, we should get a psychic to do this." Like that's huh? It's crazy. Rob, shit. yeah, Robin implied that Grizzly did it because she had a lot of dirt and she was going to go out with it. Is yeah, what she was implying. Okay. Here, so yeah, that's why her story is a little different from Richard's story. Right. But yeah, Jake. Uh, Jake saying that he his whole character was based on how much hate he has for his dad is just kind of like it. Kind of gives you a different perspective of his entire career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said he used the snake so people wouldn't look at him. Look at the snake. Yeah, Robin ended up getting trained in North Carolina, which I thought was a cool tidbit. Oh of wow, yeah. And then got a tryout against Sherry in WWF in a dark match. And Vince said, "Wow, you throw a punch like one of the guys. That's pretty cool." And signed and him. Signed her. Yeah, he signed her because of that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> then it goes to Sam Houston. Sam Houston started making some money in wrestling and started drinking. They said dude could do 32 Crown and Cokes in one night. Wow. That's huh. fucking insane. That I, sounds like, like a lot. I'm not a, I don't I know do, shit about alcohol, but. I do Jack and Cokes, man, and, and a few of them, and I'm feeling it. 32, you have a couple, you're, I'd you're, be dead. 32, you should be passed out dead on the floor. Yeah, that's you'd be fucking dead. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah, that's insane. That's like a whole I don't bottle know if they that number, but that's crazy. Then they go on a little bit more. Grizzly comes to meet with Robin. And uh, when he shows up to meet with Robin, he has a little girl with him, like nine years old. Yeah. And then the, he, they come into the room with Robin, and then Grizzly, the first thing that he asks her is, can she make this little girl a daiquiri? Yeah. Do they say who, like, does, did Robin actually know, like, what, was she just another girl that Grizzly picked up from yeah, a family? Another, like yeah, the rest? another chick, yeah. Wow. Just like the rest yeah. of them. Uh, and then when Grizzly went to leave in the morning, Robin told the girl to stay with her and then yeah. told Grizzly you to piss fuck off. off. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't go into any more about what happened to that girl or anything, but you only hope that she turned out all right. I'm assuming yeah. she ended up, you know, like they would take her back to her family, Robin would. I and hope then so. Yeah. It was good. Then they went on to talk a little bit more about Sam Houston, who had a pretty tragic fall here. Sam Houston had the all-time Texas state record for most DUI offenses, That's which is unbelievable insane. because and he didn't get arrested for any of these. Well, I was going to say, and Cornette has a, a good point here where he says, you know, you, if you get caught 20 times, that doesn't mean you only did it 20 times. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So he was pretty much doing it every night. They were saying that he would always get charged with like first offenses. So like that would just be community service. Right. So he would never yeah. get like anything worse than community service. And he's How like, many yeah. different DUI offenses are there that you can get a first 30 times? I don't a small town, dude. I don't yeah. know. Grizzly Smith crazy. in a small town. Like, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, he's a Grizzly's kid. So I feel like, good. yeah, I feel like they, they said specifically the one that where he actually went to jail, Grizzly wasn't around or able to to bail him out that time they also said like they implied that grizzly might have had dirt on some of the cops or something so that's why the kid always small got town bro it. i believe yeah, when probably. yeah, I believe. So. yeah probably. <laughs> they're probably wow. doing the same shit he was doing they go on to talk about he gets 30 years in prison he tried to hang himself in prison but the rope broke i believe the knot yeah, yeah he said the knot. before he did it he said uh god you're the only one that can stop this and he 
try to do it, and he said the knot broke as he did it. So. He said he hit the floor so hard he bruised his feet. That's oh, wow. disgusting. Jake Roberts then talked about his cocaine addiction. He said, I was a cocaine addict for 20 years. Fucking you don't Hell. you don't hear that very often because most cocaine addicts don't make it twenty years. Yeah, that's a yeah. So then they talked about uh, Jake Roberts, what he would do on cocaine. Talked about how most of the time he wouldn't even remember half the shit he did, and if he did, it was shit that he isn't proud of. Like yeah, it was crazy shit. Just having sex with random women and just, just ridiculous stuff. Then it goes back to talk about Robin. Robin had won the WWF Women's Championship on her run. She still has the title too, right? I think they show her holding it in the yeah, show. Yeah, she has the, she has the title, which is pretty cool. cool. Then after the WWF ended its women's division, uh, she started having a little drinking problem too. Apparently, they they just said that abuse just runs in the family. In that family, yeah. yeah. Uh, then it goes on to talk about Grizzly. He died in 2010 due to uh, complication from Alzheimer's disease, and he never apologized. For anything or thought no. that he did anything wrong and he never told anybody anything doesn't surprise me so jake ends up at the end of this it's jake telling the story here richard was really torn up about the uh death because i think he's the one that found grizzly dead yeah he was yeah. like the um, sole caretaker wasn't he of the of yeah grizzly he was taking care of him. richard was the one that but, was pretty much said he kind of like avoided all the other shit yeah he said he lucked out with. on this one because yeah, he got adopted like, to a new family after like when he was younger yeah richard crazy. said like why well, he, he was like why didn't you become a wrestler he said why yeah well, why did i go well why do you think you become yeah. a wrestler uh so jake ends up at the end he gets to he says he tells people that maybe going through these sort of things you know to get help as soon as you can you know, yeah. if you're having anything that even looks anything similar to this, you know. That was so, like, heart-wrenching. Just that yeah. ending speech yeah, the from ending Jake, really like, did. pleading with people to, like, get fucking help. If He's like, run away, run to the cops, run yeah, to the pastor, like, run to yeah, anybody the run, help Like, you. when he said run, I was that, like, shot right through me. I don't know why. Real fucking just, like... And especially Robin. with Jake. Rock and Robin also had a little talk. It's like, just before the Jake part, Rock and Robin kind of gives a similar thing, saying, you know... If you deal with anything like this, there's you know you can get help. If you yeah. if you tell somebody, you can get help. Which yeah, he, yeah. she was, was saying uh, don't don't think that this is like the end of you. Like you can still become successful yeah. and be somebody. You can step if out of this that. happens yeah. to you, which I thought was really good. And then it shows Jake standing in front of the AEW Dynamite stage, smiling, which honestly kind of made me emotional. I kind of dude, me, I hard. yeah, that was so dude, cool. That whole Jake ending part like got me real good too. Like I was like. Oh man, he's and one of my he's, favorite parts of the show, so I'm I'm really glad yeah, he's still man. around. And he says I'm ten years sober, and he like even couldn't believe it himself when he said it. He's like, "Wow, it's actually been ten years." Like, I mean, I can't, I can't I imagine there's many twenty year drug addicts that even there's get the, even get Dude, a chance remember, to have ten years sober. Sobriety. I remember like every like there was always incidents. They talk about a little bit about the heroes of wrestling thing, but there was always yeah. like incidents with Jake, and I'm like. Man, this is the last time we're gonna hear about Jake, and then he just kept living. I was surprised they didn't on. talk about any of the Beyond the Mat stuff because they kind of go into Jake's like problems big on that movie too. They yeah. show a clip yeah. on it a little bit, but oh, they do they? Okay, really, they yeah. have a clip of like him and Grizzly when he's like when they're like, oh, okay. I don't remember yeah, what man. they're doing, it's but good for him, man. Fuck, yeah. this was the literal definition of Dark Side of the Ring. Jake rules, and he is a fantastic part of AEW, and he has been for years now. How lucky! I mean, yeah. dude, we are. We're lucky that dude is still around. Fuck. Yeah. yeah dude, genuinely one of probably the greatest... Yeah, I don't even want to say probably. Genuinely one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah, one of the greatest minds, too. And he's helped yeah. so many people. And God, I can't even imagine how many people that he inspired just I mean, you can, living his story out. That's all you can ever hope for in a person that fucked up 
and did so much shit to mm -hmm. like ruin their life you can only ever hope that they'll change and acknowledge that they fucked up and get better yeah. and that's what jake is seemingly has done and is still doing yeah it's an everyday in, battle even in yeah. this he said i'm a junkie i'm a liar i'm a thief he like yelled yeah. it at the camera like he admitted yeah, yeah, yeah. it he's like Ugh. that was dark side of the ring in the shadow of grizzly smith does anyone know what's happening on the next episode Oh, shit. Dynamite Kid. Dynamite oh, is it? Kid. Oh, yes. that's another tragic one. Okay. What the f This is going to be... Yeah, fuck. I think this is the last one for the mid-season break, and then they're going to do it after the summer. And continue. Oh, I didn't realize there was a mid-season break. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, hmm. we'll, uh, well, we'll talk we'll about We'll cover that. that one, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's get into AEW Dynamite for this past week. Dynamite. Another one of those Friday night dynamites, and it seems like we're going to be getting a lot more of these Friday night and even Saturday night dynamites into the future. Here. Can you stop, please? I know. I'm not happy about it either. This sucks. Dude, these Friday and Saturday nights dynamites have tilted Johnny so badly that he just left. We kicked off the night. We had Pac and Penta versus the Young Box. That's a pretty crazy matchup. It's so crazy to me Like we're seeing all-star weekend matches on TNT. I don't know. Dude, this is like pay-per-view quality, like five-star classic type. And match they even here. like had a match match. Like, yeah, you're right. Like this really went the distance here. I was pretty happy with how this went. So the match started off. We had Frankie Kazarian attack Michael Nakazawa the from the crowd. <laughs> Look at him. I'm so glad he's here doing his thing. You guys are cool with this? <laughs> <laughs> the Young Bucks are wrestling in Cactus Jack 1s, which I think is really cool. Those are shoes that I would like. So if you are done with those shoes, you don't want to wear them anymore. <laughs> pass them down the line. So we kick the match off. Nick Jackson ends up holding Pac here. It looks like Matt's going to go for a tope. Instead, Matt leaves the ring. Walks oh around gosh. the ring and Forrest Gump runs around the ring what and hits a little line. shithead he is. He's just being a shithead this entire match. You know what I think, dude? I think Nick should keep the beard and then Matt should go clean shaven. I think they should switch oh, their gimmicks. So fucked up. <laughs> that would be fucked up. Pot gives Nick Jackson a German suplex as one of those rebound off the rope gimmicks. And oh, dude, those I love those. those he landed so right on his neck. It was sweet. And I guess we've been watching too many old Raws here. But Pac and Penta went to set up Matt Jackson in this match, and he grabbed his legs and went to the top rope. I swear to God, they're going to do the what's that? <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. They had the kick and then squatting. Then they start trading Canadian destroyers back and forth. You have to. I mean, these teams have to do that. Yeah, you know, why, they not? Cannot why not? Do that. And then all of them get on the apron. Penta hits his package power driver gimmick. Nick hits a German suplex at the same time, and then they go and face off in the ring. That was a really cool spot. Nick then rips Pentagon's mask off. They do this quite a bit. So Pentagon, Dude, so of course. Up. Every time I see that, I get so pissed off. I don't know why, but seeing them rip that Luchador's mask, it just pisses me off. I don't, I don't like well, it. Well, thankfully, dude, he had another mask on. <laughs> That's true. I think all Luchadors should do that. They should have their mask <laughs> under the mask just in case. That yeah. was so sick. Pac and Penta then hit the Fear Factor Black Arrow combo, but Matt ends up breaking it up. Then Kutler hits Pac with the Juby Pod, the Jabyal, <laughs> the Kimapraw, the DSLR YouTuber stick off the top rope, and <laughs> Young Bucks end up winning the match. I thought it was pretty cool that he hit him with the, the Joby Pod gimmick, and then Don Callis said, oh, he's going to take some pictures. He's going to take some pictures. What do you think BTE is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BTE is taking pictures. He's got a big a microphone attached to the top of a DSLR. <laughs> and there's good pictures here. I guess you can take photos with it. You can. Technically, he's, not, he's not wrong. Yeah, he's Don't not feel wrong. like he is. Oh, yeah. They, they, also, they also said that Ray Phoenix was attacked backstage. But it was so heinous that they refused to show it on television. 
<laughs> Please go watch, watch BTE. They said aired on BTE or some shit. We don't want to hear it. Tony Schiavone is they real were, fired Tony up Tony Schiavone was really good about that, dude. He was yeah. really good. He said, ah, good. I'm glad it's not up here. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so the Young Bucks attack him afterwards, and Eddie Kingston makes the save, of course, for his old best friend, Pentagon. How about that? We have an in-ring promo afterwards. Tony Schiavone brings out Mark Henry. We're going to talk about AEW Rampage, which is going to be on Friday nights. Mark Henry starts his promo with, Everybody knows. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? First, Mark Henry comes out to the theme song, 3-6 Mafia. Oh, wait, he doesn't, have a theme. he doesn't have a theme song. What do you think they do? Just... What do you th Like, what could they possibly do for Mark Henry? Because, I mean, like, you know, other wrestlers coming in with new music, but you, how do you replace 3-6 Mafia? I don't know. I don't know why they, they didn't even give him music. Why don't they just have dynamite music playing or something? You know, like, when they you come have out a on video game tonight. I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. We come out on video games, you know, they play the Raw's War theme. Dun, 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 yeah, No dun, Mercy when Undertaker comes yeah, out with yeah, Tron. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes out with the Raw. Sick. <laughs> okay. that with Mark Henry. Just go out with dynamite music. Why not? Who cares? So uh -huh. Mark Henry says he's not wrestling right now, but he's got a lot left in the tank. And the crowd pop for that. They're like, cool. Then Vicky Guerrero comes out. Crowd is not. So happy about this. Vicky then announces that she's bringing out Andrade El Idolo. But guess what? Nobody in the arena understood what she said. There was no music, no Tron, no nothing. <laughs> and Vicky Guerrero's with them. I wish so much that they did something different here. I wish we could take this back, actually. Can we just walk Can we this just back? redo this? Let's just undo, come back, <laughs> do it again. Uh, I don't know. Vicky Guerrero talks so fast and you could barely understand her. And then <laughs> I don't even know. Dude, they, they were booing. Dude, all right. Well, hold on. We'll get to Jim Ross. <laughs> okay. All right. They were booing. You can't. Fuck. You can't put Vicky with somebody that is coming in really hot. <laughs> coming. You, fuck. <laughs> you can't fuck. Oh, I don't even know. This fell flat so hard. I don't yeah, know. I was like, I was like, damn, this is really cool, man. I really, really like Andrade. I do too. I think he's so good. Sticking it with Vicky though, man. Ugh, I don't know, man. I just, it didn't work with Nyla Rose. I don't think Vicky works for Andrade's gimmick. You know, Zelina worked for his gimmick. This, I Vicky don't know. works for people that can't get heat themselves. These people that she was with can get heat for themselves. So I mean, I feel like Andrade does work better with somebody like a like he he definitely has better work in WWE was with Zelina. Right? But can't you just pick up Zelina like right now? <laughs> can't you just hire her right just now? Bring them in together. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just do that. I will see how this goes, and I will gladly change my mind on this. But right now, yeah, I'm kind of not too ready for Vicky being with Andrade. I think he. Has I mean, they could have even they could have just waited and just had him come out. You know, they didn't need her to come out to introduce him. Like they could have, he could have announced that she's with him. You know that kind of thing. I like, I, I like, I think that Andrade is too. What I'm thinking, I'm trying to say is Andrade is too cool to be with. Vicky as a manager. Vicky as a manager doesn't work for guys that are already like they're actually cool. Not like, hey, we want you to think this guy is cool in wrestling. No, yeah. this guy's like actually he, cool. He came out looking like a million bucks in that suit and it said Albedo on the inside of the jacket and it was just sick and he looked real fucking handsome. And then they put Vicky out there and it just didn't work. I don't know. So AEW, I wouldn't need you to try that 
one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrade says uh, he used to be the face of the Latinos, but now he's going to be the new face of all elite wrestling. That's cool. I'm super excited to see this guy start working these dudes. Like, he is so good. It's incredible. And yeah, I, I actually just... would think it'd be cool to see them bring Zelina in. Honestly, they should bring... They should. Uh, this is the top of the line shit right here. If you yeah. can get Aleister Black and Zelina Vega and bring them in at the same time, put Zelina with Andrade and let Aleister Black do his own thing like they were doing in WWE before yeah. when it, everything was fine. I don't know how these three people got released. I really don't, I don't know. understand. <laughs> these are some of the most talented people on the roster. Like they're. I don't even know. I don't understand it. I don't either. I, I don't either. So hopefully uh, they get a redo. We do a redo here and uh, we can figure it out. If anybody else needs a redo, it's Jim Ross. Because <laughs> I don't know what happened here. I wish Johnny didn't. I wish Johnny was here for this. So Jim Ross, of course, we come back from commercial break and Jim Ross, he's trying to figure out what to call this to because the Andrade came in and like the entire segment, Jim Ross just avoided calling him by his name. And he was, it was fine because, you know, okay, he doesn't know his name. Okay. Right. Then it comes back from commercial and Jim Ross accidentally works himself into saying his name. It, all you had to do is not say <laughs> name. And he worked himself into saying his name. And he's just he's like, all right, we're gonna, yeah, that guy's a young chipper. It's uh, Andre El Iglu. No, dude. He really said, uh, he really said Andre El Iglu. Who the hell is that? They should have put his name up on the... See, I think Jim Ross was waiting for him to put the name up on the Tron. The Contron. They didn't do it. Oh, all they you didn't do put it on the Contron. put it on the Contron. That's all just you need to do. On, just call him Andrade. Come on. It's not that hard to say. Andre and Igloo. So we have Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Anthony Agogo and QT Marshall. Cody gives his shirt to a kid in the crowd who would rather just wear his Darby and Sting shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That is for true. <laughs> oh, can we also pour one out? Rip to the big homie. Ugh, oh, gone. yeah. He switched back to his regular music. Big I homie guess, is gone. Now. I thought it was a pay-per-view thing, but it's now back. And they also had like a weird cut because they used to do the huge Cody entrance. Mm. But the now that they switched like the set or whatever, he doesn't have the little thing pop up oh. and it's like not as long. He just walks through the tunnel. So like they did that. Oh, and then just cut randomly. <laughs> it was really weird. I don't know. QT Marshall makes this issue. Get Ross starts going off on a chair. What the hell does QT even stand for? Is it Marshall or is it Marshall? I, I, none of us he actually was really know. fired up about it. He's like, what the fuck does QT stand for? Yeah. Tony, I need an answer. <laughs> uh, I don't, Q, uh, Q, QT's where I get my, my drinks at the gas station. I was like, what are you talking about, Tony? Then Shivani. Okay. All right, so we get the match started. Anthony Agogo holds Cody Rhodes, and then QT Marshall takes boxing jabs at him. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> QT Marshall. Uh, it comes back from commercial break. Cody's the hot tag. Crowd is super hot for this. Cody monkey flips QT out of the corner, and QT takes a huge monkey flip bump out of the corner. <laughs> just breaks his neck, it looks like. Cody <laughs> then puts QT in a figure four, but Anthony Agogo comes off the top with a frog splash to break it up. Dude, that, that looked real Like, the way they filmed it was awesome because, like, he was off camera, and he just jumped out of nowhere. Yeah, it looked like he broke his face in two. QT <laughs> then hits the diamond cutter, and Lee Johnson breaks it up before three. We're calling it the diamond cutter? It Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, Aaron Solo comes in and distracts Cody, and then Anthony Agogo punches him in the face. <laughs> exactly, dude. 
This should have been the heat the whole time. Punch him in the face. It's like they're doing the feud in reverse. I know, right? Cody had to get that pay-per-view in. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony Gogo fucking finally punch in the face. Cody's done. Done. That's it. QT pins Cody. That's it. There you go. It's as simple as that, baby. Anthea Gogo, face puncher. I like that. QT then grabs the microphone, dresses down Tony Schiavone. Said, you didn't believe in me. You never <laughs> believed in me. Tony said, okay. Yeah, for real. What the fuck? Uh, and then Anthea Gogo jags off the crowd. So I was super, super hyped for this because I, fuck. Just, that's all this should have ever been is Anthea Gogo punches in the stomach, punches in the stomach, punches in the stomach. Fuck, I'm gonna punch you in the face. That yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all you gotta that's do. All that's all I ever wanted to see. Perfect. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Well, guess what? We move on to the inner circle town hall segment. Inter circle. Inter circle. Town hall segment. Jericho says, everybody in the crowd, you get a stadium stampede shirt for free. Under your chairs. Look under your chairs, everybody. Everybody looked at the chairs, they got this other little t-shirt. How they know what that size they are, they don't know. <laughs> you all get like Quad XLs, because that's all they have left. Sammy says, I used to do 630s off the roof in my backyard. And I still do that right now. <laughs> uh, I also did a double nothing or something. Uh, Santana then says the sentence that no one ever in the history of the fucking world wanted to hear. He says, this inner circle and pinnacle shit is far from over. Oh, no. <laughs> this war is not over. <clears throat> Jake Hager says, Warlow, you listen to me. I'm hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he said something about an MMA cage fight in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, two weeks MMA cage fight. What the fuck? Okay. We've been talking about this forever. I feel like that's how Jake Hager should always be presented. He should always come down with his fight team. And, you know, he should have the whole gimmick, yeah. to be honest with you. So I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. MMA cage fight sounds great. They should get Jeff Jarrett to be the referee for this. That would be just fantastic. MMA special. M double M A <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> that's the premier Jeff Jarrett. That's like the <laughs> hidden premium NFT He's Jeff Jarrett. He's going to little kids. Is yeah, that <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, that would be so awesome. There's no way they do it, but damn. And that would be sick. He's like the judge or something. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho then says randomly out of nowhere. When I think of Sean Spears, it pisses me off. <laughs> uh, Jericho then says he wants to beat off MJF once and for all. And I say, all Hi, right, friend. let's get it on. Uh, then he said the inter circle never forgives. The inter circle never forgets. I said, <laughs> Are you sure about that? And there you go. That's the inner circle town hall. We get a bad day segment. Best friends cut a promo about Orange having Kenny beat at Double or Nothing. And I thought this was really good. I, I thought this was awesome. Uh, yeah, was Trent good. says, Don, why are you even here? You're just a con, man. I thought that was sick. And, you know, having Chris Statlander with him is dope, too. I'd like to see her wrestle some more on TV. I was really excited yeah, that for her would to be come sweet. back. Just let anybody wrestle on TV, please. Uh, Kenny is backstage with Michael. Michael. Michael Nakazawa. He's backstage editing the footage from Double or Nothing. Is he though? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's definitely pressing the it's buttons on the laptop. <laughs> if you're touching a TV, that doesn't. That's well, not editing. Michael Nakazawa was pressing the dubbers uh, and the numpads. <laughs> Kenny says we should have one of those Instagram filters. What? Yeah, yeah. Put that up there. Put that up there. Michael Dagazawa was like, do, 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 do
That's not how you edit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is in Michael Nakazawa's world. Nakazawa. <laughs> so Alex Marvez runs up and he goes, Hey, you can face the jungle boy here in a little bit. What's going on? And he said, Why are you so sweaty? And they said, There is a difference between being a jungle boy and a jungle man. It's like, Oh wow, Kenny really hit that. And then Kenny said, There's an even bigger difference between being a jungle man. A jungle champion. <laughs> and I was that's like, that's true. fucking true. <laughs> so we got that match coming up probably on like, a, I don't know, a Saturday at four in the morning or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Ugh. So we have Jungle Boy and Christian Cage versus Private Party. Oh my God. Is that Private Party? Dude, their entrance rules. I love these dudes so much. Dude, they got the Gucci belts. And they the were so caught up on shirts. that. They didn't even talk about Isaiah Cassidy having two watches on. He went up to the camera and go, I got two watches on. (laughs) (laughs) Time matters to Isaiah Cassidy now. Yeah, time's money. I like that. I appreciate that. Dude, there's few things that piss off Jim Ross more than somebody wearing street clothes to wrestle. Jungle Boy comes out. Jim Ross goes, he's hotter than donut grease, ladies and gentlemen. What? (laughs) Donut grease? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She was a lot of stone and they... Compare him to Donut Grease. <laughs> donut Grease. Oh my God, is that a private party? <laughs> I wish that Jim Ross would say that every, oh my God, is that a private party? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a private party. That's awesome. Kids, the silly string didn't work. <laughs> Dude, private party's wrestling in slacks full time now. This is awesome. That's like so this. good. Yeah. Two watches on and slacks. This is great. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we get into the matchup here, and I was thinking the whole time I watched this, like, damn, bro, I bet private party wrestling like a vet like Christian Cage is like a night off for them, you know? Like, dude, yeah, I know, dude right? has all his spots. None of them are more than like a, a very regular back bump, and they're all super Yeah, I over. know. Do the five-second pose a bunch of times. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. My favorite part about the five-second pose spot was that they did the first one, and Jim Ross immediately recognized it. He goes, oh, that's a five-second pose. And Tony Giovanni said, what are they, posing at the club? Shivani, the five second pose. <laughs> Edge and Christian, come on, man. I think Excalibur had to like name it something different because, like, I'm sure WO's five second pose. Jim Ross, I don't Dude. give a fuck. It's your five second WWF Raw pose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, they do it a second time. Christian ends up reversing it the second time. I like this a lot. This is a really no, good Christian's spot. Christian's being a marionette puppet. I yeah, they were holding him up. <laughs> and then they drop him, uh, and then he makes the hot tag to Jungle Boy, who is. Super hot right now. The crowd's oh, super yeah, into this. So over. Uh, hotter than Donut Grease. Jungle Boy, dr- <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Boy does a straight up fucking. I don't know when he started doing this. I, maybe I just blinked or something. He did a brain buster on Mark Quinn. That was pretty yeah. sweet. Uh, Isaiah then pokes Jungle Boy in the eyes. Mark schoolboys him with the tights, but it's only a two. And I swear to God, I almost saw a man die at the end of this match. Jungle Boy came off the top with Mark Quinn. He was in like a Styles class position because mm-hmm. he caught him when they were going to do the Jungle or uh, the Gin and Juice. On Jungle Boy, caught him mm-hmm. in a Styles class position, fell off the fucking top rope. It looked like he was gonna <laughs> spike his head into the mat. Oh my! And gosh. he just barely gets him over. I'm like, oh my god! So this was like the first time I saw someone almost die tonight. There is a second time later on. Oh. But Jungle Boy snare traps Mark Quinn, and then they win. It's like cool. Yeah. All right, so Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. All right, they get the win. Matt Hardy at the top of the ramp. Christian Cage at the top of the ramp. Matt Hardy twists the fates. Christian Cage. I guess we're going to go into a Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage feud. Is that what we're doing? Okay. I don't know. Uh, I guess WWECW runs long, baby. (laughs) Why not? We get a Team FTW promo. 
Taz says, Hangman is going to face Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs next week. Ricky Starks, not too happy about that, especially after, you know, Brian Cage said, fuck the FTW belt, fuck FTW at the Bay Review, and Taz is still on his side. <laughs> uh, Cage and Hobbs also apparently are going to be on Dark Elevation. As Taz said, they're going to tear through two Shunja bitches. <laughs> I said, that's awesome. Maybe I'll watch that. I love this team. Hook was just standing there menacingly. <laughs> he just stands there with his arms crossed every fucking segment. And it's so good. What a beast. So we get a Sting Town Hall segment. <laughs> Sting says, thank you. Thank you guys so much. And Scorpio and Ethan Page come up on the Tron. Ethan Page wearing a black shirt and gold chain. Ethan Page, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you did it again. Uh, so, well, actually, before they say anything, Ethan Page starts cutting a promo. And I noticed that this happened at least four times tonight. Ethan goes to cut a promo with sunglasses on. He starts cutting the promo. He takes the sunglasses off. And then he cut the rest of the promo. How many people did this tonight? It had to be at least four. It was a lot yeah. of people. And I mean, Kenny's yeah. the one that started the whole sunglasses thing. He said it. Ethan Page then called Darby a spineless, codependent bitch. And they said, well, yeah, well, you couldn't have beat us if you didn't have Sting, so go find somebody else. <laughs> we'll face you again. <laughs> no, 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 boo-boo. And Darby said, okay. <laughs> Darby didn't say anything. I think he did say, okay. He's like, uh, all, all right. right. <laughs> all right. And then we're moving on. Uh, I wonder who his tag team partner is going to be. I was I thinking don't. about that. I don't really know who it could be. Unless it's Alistair Black, baby. Oh, damn. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I think he has a 90-day clause, but damn, that'd be so sick to have Alistair Black show up as Darby's partner and then put him in there with Darby and Sting. That'd be pretty pretty interesting. We get the Britt Baker Town Hall segment. <laughs> Fuck. Town Hall featuring hamburgers. <laughs> Britt Baker hamburgers? This was pretty sweet, dude. So there are Britt Baker hamburgers sitting on this table. And the the people they chose for this celebration, these are Britt Baker's best friends, Tony. A bunch of fucking weirdos all these hanging out. These are Britt Baker's <laughs> best friends, Tony. Don't talk shit about our best friends. We got Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose and Diamante. We have The Wingman. We have TH2. <laughs> and we have Chaos Project. These are Britt Baker's best friends. <laughs> closest friends, yes. Her closest confidants are Luther, Serpentico, <laughs> the wingman, Tony Schiavone. Okay, she deserved the championship. That's true. Uh, so Britt Baker says that she was gifted 1,500 hamburger coupons. And everyone <laughs> in the crowd gets a coupon. Everybody, check under your seat. Come on, you guys. Look under your seat. It's taped under there. Psych. Britt Baker is keeping all the hamburger coupons. Oh, what a bitch. No one believed in her, so nobody gets hamburger coupons. <laughs> Tony and Rebel and Britt grab a hamburger and do the shield taunt with the hamburger. <laughs> and then makes fun of Tony because he doesn't pick up the hamburger fast enough. He's like, come on, Tony, get it Pick it, it up faster. And then yeah. Nyla Rose smacks the hamburgers out of their hands. And then throws all the fucking burgers out of the ring. Nyla Rose then pops all the balloons. And damn, I guess we're going into Britt Baker and Nyla Rose. That's how we start the feud with the hamburgers. Is all Nyla right. Rose going to be, is she going to be the face here? Is she the face here? Mm. There's a gray area. I, we're we're tired of insulting your intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The good guy versus bad guy is so passe. Dude, they threw the burgers at the ring. Luther was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Luther was promised a hamburger and he didn't even get one. 
<laughs> this second one's a sham. <laughs> Dude, she threw like the whole tray at one guy in the front row at the end. And it, like 50 burgers. Rebel got guy. sauce on her hands and she was like, this is disgusting. Look at this. <laughs> Well, they this, give them Big Macs, the most sloppy burgers of all. Dude, they love the Big Macs. Dude, no, I, they're so sloppy. This very, you know what? This is the sloppiest thing I've seen in days. <laughs> uh, so Britt Baker in this town hall, dude, had this had to be my favorite segment of the night. This had to be my favorite part of the night, like bar none. What the fuck? She has a town hall celebration with hamburgers. That's awesome. <laughs> Luther's Hamburgers there? Hamburgers and Luther. That's awesome. I'll take that. And TH2? Come on. This what the fuck was Jack Evans doing? This guy was... <laughs> what was he up to here? Just a menace, man. I don't know. This uh, is awesome. This uh, is why AEW is awesome. This segment right here. We get a bash stage segment. Alex Marvez with Eddie Kingston. Pack and Penta come up to him and say, Hey, man, we don't need your help. Stay and, the fuck away from us. And Eddie says, Well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Now let that marinate. And they said, okay. I love this because he's former best friends with Pentagon. That's sick. I like that. He's my former best friend, he said. <laughs> we have Bunny versus Red Velvet. I'm guessing Red Velvet has a posse now. Kylan yeah. King and Big Swole. Okay. That's, I mean, that's cool, man. All right. I like this team. Apparently, <laughs> Bunny knocked out Big Swole with brass knuckles and Red Velvet wants revenge for her friend. This is what I'm getting from this. Maybe that happened okay. on Dark or Dark Elevation or something. Sure. BTE, maybe. <laughs> So we started this up, dude, and I thought I saw someone die. Red Velvet went for a tope suicida and scorpion the ground. Buddy oh, no. just said, die! <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, scorpion the ground, and I thought that they're called the match. I thought that was all she wrote for that one. Thankfully... She was okay. Everyone was fine. Everything's just, fine. Maybe we should just limit the Tope Suicida for a minute. They didn't even do it to the side they usually get injured on. I was like, damn, this is crazy. We're just making all the sides like that. Yeah, she started to score. That shit was dirty. I was like, okay, well, she got <laughs> up and it seemed fine. Everybody's fine. Okay. Uh, so Bunny then super kicks Red Velvet out of the ring. Blade then walks up to her on the outside, stands in front of her and yells in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I love this dude. Uh, Red Velvet then gets Bunny in the ring does the fucking spin kick shit that we just talked about on watch we this literally just were like somebody should do that as a finish and now it's called just desserts dude this yeah it's the literal same move cedric did to abushi in the tournament and guess what big swole i think is married to cedric alexander <laughs> so i think there's some collusion here to be honest with you wow that was really good i'm glad that red velvet is doing this spin kick that's awesome it looked great Fucking it did sick look good. finish. Yeah. I like this match. I like Red Velvet. Bunny actually looked really good in this match, too. The fucking scorpion in the ground with the tope was nuts. Oh my. Uh, there was, this match is pretty cool. Uh, so we go backstage. It's John Silver's birthday. Tony Khan was going to give John Silver a TNT title shot for his birthday, but he's still not cleared yet. So he gave it to Evil Uno. So I guess we're going to have Evil Uno versus Miro at some point. Nice. That'll be cool. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's cool to see Evil Uno getting some single stuff, too. Dude's super talented. Miro then has a segment, and he <laughs> thanks God for not only his power, but also for his wife being extremely hot. <laughs> Shout out to my hot wife. <laughs> Miro then says, you don't come after a guy like me when you think you can win. You come after a guy like me when you are sure you can survive. Damn, dude. This dude's really cool, man. <laughs> dude, he is so good since being TNT champion. Like, coming in, I wasn't sure what he was, you know, like the gamer stuff, but like, he's come onto his own and he's 
really good now. I think so too. I like I like these promos are goddamn really good, and then the matches are always just really good too. Plus, so. he's in like the best shape of his life. He looks like a fucking he looks monster. so good. Yeah. So then they announced Friday Night Dynamite and Saturday Night Dynamite, and I am not happy about either of these fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> Why? NBA end right now. All right, so Dustin versus Nick Camarado, a bull rope match as the main event of the evening. I love that Dustin just trains people in his free time and then randomly comes on Dynamite to do old school gimmick matches where someone bleeds. Dustin That's might really be my good favorite it. wrestler. <laughs> this Did you know, sick. James? Did you know that Dustin Rhodes is 13-1 and one in bull rope matches? Did you know that, well, <laughs> they call him the natural. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that. Me too. Whoa. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we start the matchup here. Nick bum rushes Dustin before he is tied up to the bull rope and then gorilla presses Dustin into the ring. This dude is strong as fuck. Yeah. Jim Ross then says the countdown is as legal as a headlock. Remember those? I was like, oh, my God. We can't go one damn match, man. Shut up. Uh, then they announced AEW is going to Charlotte, North Carolina. I thought that was cool. I mean, that's quite a fucking drive for me, but who knows? Maybe I'll go. I'm double vaxxed and waxed and ready for dynamite. Yeah, let's do it. Go, man. That'd be sick. Fuego Del Sol jumps on Nick Camarado on the outside. Dude, the crowd popped huge for this. Big Fuego Del Sol That was Sol after fans. Camarado shoved him out of the way or something, right? And then he jumped yeah, on his back. Yep, on the outside when they went out to the to the to uh, yeah, behind yeah. the barricade. Uh, and then he just tosses Wego Del Sol to the workers in the crowd. Then we have Dustin hit Nick across the head with the cowbell. It knocks him back over the barricade. Camera didn't really get this, so I didn't even know he hit him with the cowbell at first. Um, but then Nick got up and he had blood all over him. So I'm like, oh yeah, I must have got hit by the cowbell. Was that when the camera, when it was like really weird and the camera guy was like struggling to get a good camera angle? Yeah, because it's like happened? they went to the outside and they were too close to the barricade. So he couldn't get like the a camera good was shot. like up and close and like you could, it was like butt and crotch. You couldn't even see what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Aaron Solo sets up a table on the outside. Nick power bombs Dustin through the table, and the table fucking exploded into a million <laughs> that pieces. That was sick. It was awesome. Uh, Aaron Solo on the apron, and guess who showed up in the main event? Colton Gunn! <laughs> Colton Gunn comes in and drags him off and beats him up. Colton Gunn to the rescue, the only undefeated nice. man. How about that, dude? What a beast. <laughs> Uh, Dustin then hits the final reckoning on the cowbell, but Nick kicks out at one. A great close-up shot here, him bleeding, too. That was a really, really good spot. Dustin then hits Nick in the head with the bell, hits the bulldog off the top, and then rolls him up and hog ties his feet with the rope. This is a really cool finish. I really like the finish, yeah. This is a fun match. This was... This was... Dustin usually has really fun like gimmick TV matches. He's he's yeah his really gimmick good stuff that. has been really good. Yeah, the bunkhouse brawl or whatever they did that one time. That was Dude, really that was awesome. Yeah, with the butcher yeah. and the blade, that yeah. match was way better than it had any right being. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, a lot of town hall stuff tonight. Um, a lot of tag stuff, but the tags were all pretty fun. I thought I thought this was a pretty cool episode. I didn't watch this live. I watched it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, you know, skip through the commercials and all that too. So I didn't really have to deal with any of that and picture and picture and all that. So I, you know, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was good. I just freaking hate they're going Friday nights and Saturdays. It's just killing. I can't, I can't imagine they can't imagine they're doing good ratings, but I'm sure TNT doesn't really care. They probably don't expect, you know, really good ratings when they move time. them all. Yeah. They move them off the night. Yeah. But I guess they got a good relationship. Hopefully when they go to TBS, we won't have to have any more of these. God, little... please just stay on Wednesdays at whatever. You know what I mean? Just good on. 
mean, and I'm thankful we got the Brit Baker Town Hall segment. That was awesome. That was probably my favorite town <laughs> hall of all time. Cheeseburgers, Brit Baker cheeseburgers. <laughs> what are these? <laughs> Look at and Colton Gunn. Gun. Colton Gunn. Eight, Colton eight, Gun. <laughs> eighteen and zero, undefeated. He's going to Goldberg Street. <laughs> Colton Gunn, undefeated <laughs> and main event on Dynamite. You can't stop this upstart right here. This is the guy. This is the guy. You talking about your Jungle Boys? What about this guy over here? The main event, baby. Mr. Main Event Colton Gunn. So that was AEW Dynamite for this week. Uh, next week, we are also going to have another Friday Night Dynamite. Oh, boy. <laughs> very, oh, very excited for yeah. that. But then I can't wait for the Jake Hager MMA match. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually excited to see how that goes. I'll be kicking some in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. All right, guys. That is it for Deadlock this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm not going to say we're out of time. We're just kind of finished. So there you go. That's Have a good it. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. <laughs>